How bad do you have to be to not get a job on a casting couch? <laughs> I just blew it, mate. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah, I'll pay that your one. intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 48, Australia's most repeated podcast going around. I'm Zach, joined by Kieran. Hello. Jordan. Hello. And Adam. Yep, you remembered my name, hey. I did. I was just, you know, getting some suspense. Just winding it up. Adam, I appreciate the it. Vandal. I mean, for the readers, for the listeners. Speaking of winding it up, do you ever wind up vacuum? No, it'd be oh, a decent like idea. A, a crank don't out. wind him up. I'd get such a yeah, good workout. It, it'd be good having a crank, a crank vacuum. It'd be good, great having say, a crank, but I'm here doing the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Because like Adam could just go to his missus, sorry, I'm just going to have a crank here. I'm going to crank one out. Just stuck it out for crank, crank and suck. <laughs> All right, for those who are wondering where we were last week, uh, we actually did record episode 48.1. Uh, but we had some technical difficulties with the recordings and basically the audio couldn't be salvaged, which is why this is basically a repeat episode. So we're going to try and say the whole podcast word for word from last week. But I'm on this one, so it is 100% You're Dylan. You're, yes. Wait, if do I have to be right, Dylan? If you, if you just, let's role play. If you just drop the word that I'll I have be, to censor out every time, then you'll be just be like Dylan. I'll be Jordan. Kieran can be Adam. Adam can be me. What? I'm then, confused. Then I've I'm said not here. It, I've said Dylan, it. Dylan's here and I'm not. That's fucking rude. I've said one whole coherent sentence, though. I can't be you, Zach. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, he wouldn't have fucked up the intro. What's your favorite game? <laughs> uh, the Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, no, see. That is Zach, though, because it was the order and he fucked up the sentence. <laughs> when I was... I was I was trying to get him to have my favorite game is the order on uh, DLC. On DLC, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, when did the order get DLC? Did it add an extra five minutes? Can't. Doubling the playtime. Come on, ease up. (laughs) So how are we all apart from Adam who can go fuck himself? Yeah, fair Uh, enough. (laughs) Good, good, good to be back in this uh, after a week off. (laughs) Oh wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm alright. I'm 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 notably frustrated from the whole hullabaloo of the podcast last week, but such a good. App there's too. nothing that can be done now. Such a good app. If anyone wants to yeah, buy the rights to that episode, uh, they're going quite cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it'll cost you a Last of Us Two review code. <laughs> Adam, my Tazzy boy. Yeah, mate. How are you? Cold as shit. It is. It is freezing here. I apparently every year. Ah, oh, so it's good for your chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. Don't it's even good have for to. Your knee too. You don't have to put any um any ice on it. You yeah, just yeah. Leave it outside. Now it's making it uh, pretty sore at the moment with the the cold weather. It's it's fun, but yeah, I f- I forget every year how shit Tasmanian winters are, 
and then they come around and I'm shocked every time at how cold Yeah, it's it great because like Tasmanian summers are like the rest of Australia's winter, isn't it? Oh, uh, so yeah. You say that, <laughs> but Tassie and it gets Melbourne pretty are actually quite um, similar. It, it, yeah, it does get pretty warm, but, but not I mean, yet. Yeah, like summer's definitely when it gets real hot here. It's uh, here being Melbourne, it's definitely a lot hotter than Tassie, but I feel like winter's very similar, mostly. Yeah, it's probably not far off. It just, yeah, having to defrost Mate, I studied your car every morning. Weather. I watched the Weather Channel when I was a kid. Oh, you're an expert. Crazy stuff. Yeah, basically. See, I didn't think I didn't realize you were talking about the weather at first when you said that Melbourne and Tasmania were similar. <laughs> I thought you meant that we both had a David Jones. I'm like, that, how long is that going to last? <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, <laughs> Tassie will get a Maya as well. <laughs> they, they, she, they do have a Maya. Yeah, they do. Yeah, mate. Yeah, they do. It's really shit. I've actually been in the Maya in Tasmania. Have yeah. you? I'm sorry. Of all the places I've been to in Tasmania. They used to have a virgin music store in there. I they used to have a virgin and then you moved out. That's it. <laughs> that was my first ever group interview. Well, yeah. your first ever group? And all you three were of us on one couch. Look out. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh. I didn't get the job. Uh, oh. Didn't perform. Wow. Enough. Yeah. So, so I couldn't perform in a group. I understand that. CD. How bad do you have to be to not get a job on a casting couch? <laughs> I just blew it, mate. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was good. Yeah. I'll pay that your intro. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk. Sorry, I, my I'm sorry about my <laughs> levels in that part of the recording. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh, video games. Oh, yeah. So... Almost forgot. Last week, we spoke in depth quite a bit about one video game, but it's only a small one, so we won't cover it much this week. I don't think anyone here is really that keen for it. From memory. Ghost of... Come on, Adam. <clears throat> yeah, no, not keen at all. Not at okay. all keen. Well, let's Okay, cool. Then. They don't have to worry about the review code, Zach. <laughs> there you go. Don't know. Uh, look, wait on. Hold on, boys. Look, I've got it recorded now that you're not keen on Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very keen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit about that later. What have you been playing, Adam? What's been uh, keeping you company during this cold winter? I've been I've been playing a fair bit this last, I suppose, two weeks because I wasn't on last week either. Not that. Yeah, or the week anyway. before. Yeah, mate. Not, none of us were on last week, really. Big long absence. Um, I've been playing a fair bit of Apex because the new season's oh. up and I'm just having a good time with it. Um, lots of Witcher 3 because I'm trying to nut that out for Pledge. <laughs> I'm still nowhere near as far through it as I would have hoped to have been by this yeah, stage. Yeah, haven't nutted. <laughs> nah, no nutting. Um, played some more Moving Out with Key. That's been a good time. Um, oh, so have you found your own place yet? Or? <laughs> oh, not bad. Um, yeah, usually I move in with Key. Hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I've also... knows why he wasn't on the podcast the last two yep, weeks. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but I've also been playing the first episode of The Council, 
which I've actually... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I'll give it to you, Zach. You're wrong about many games, but this is not one of them. It is a real good time. Thank you. Tell yeah. us about it. Um, so I've only... I've played through maybe two and a bit hours of it. I don't know how, how long the f- episodes go for. Um, Probably about five hours. Maybe, yeah, right. Maybe, yeah, the first couple might be a little bit more. Uh, I've, yeah. I've been taking it pretty slow like i've been taking my my time with it and not trying to smash through it too quickly um the the only issue i have with the game is the movement is that's a bit clunky there's too much of it mate, nah, not, not that there's too a, much it's just the new pan what do you want mate it's meant yeah, to be yeah. janky um aside from that i literally have no other issues with the game i'm really really enjoying it i love the all the historical figures. I love the, it's, it's like a, a video game equivalent of playing Cluedo. Like all of the, the different characters have their own different intentions and there's a, like an underlying plot that you're trying to solve. It's just, yeah, it is really fucking cool. And it got me hooked with, um, the story within like the first 20 minutes. They, they throw enough at you to, to get you invested really quickly. And yeah, it's got me. So now I bought all of the other episodes. So I'll play nice through those. Work. I really want to hear what you think of the twist. Oh, now I know there's a twist. It's probably the worst I'll... dance ever invented. <laughs> <laughs> it's about halfway through the one of the episodes. I'm not going to tell you which one. Yeah. Um, and you've either got to you either just take it or you'll hate it. Hmm. Like you'll either embrace it and go, yeah, this is actually kind of cool. I get this, or you'll go, no, that's fucking. Look, if there's anything I know about Adam, it's he's a power bottom. Still take it. All right, mate. Jesus, hot. Um, did uh, I guess it's spoilers, but it's like literally the very first thing that you do. What did you do in the very very first sequence? Uh, as in when you. Tied to the chair. Mm-hmm. He deleted the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I let the old, uh, the or your mother in the game. I let her I take the lead. Wait, okay. is that it? Did I make a mistake? I don't know. Oh. Did you? Come on, but uh, with the with the cardinal, did you convince him? Yes. Yeah, I did. Nice. Yeah, mate. That's anyway, very convincing. Um, yes. Yes, you are. You're a very convincing boy. Um, yes, cool. Well, thanks, Adam. I just added the rest of the episodes to my card. <laughs> Good, mate. Uh, yeah, so finish it through. Uh, episode one, at least. Let me know yep, what you I'll think. Keep, I'll keep cracking through it. Um, yeah, like you've already sort of told me one thing that you've done. Excuse me. Um, or, not, so, or sorry, one thing you've not done. Someone I didn't um, do yet. And yeah, I'd be keen to see the ending because yeah, I've, I've played that episode through twice, like two different ways, and I got two completely like different outcomes. I can already tell it's going to be something that I play through a few different times to see what the mm. different outcomes are because there are some options that I chose that I instantly regretted. Um, yep. but obviously, you know, you just kind of roll with what you, what you've done. So yeah, I'll definitely go back I was waiting for Kieran to, uh, say start the game then or something, but, uh, Kieran's not rude no. like that. 
No. Oof. It never came. Just like... Just... Anyway. Um, <laughs> just like... You can't who? force it. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you... What skills okay. did you... It happens to everyone. Did you, uh, did you go with? Um, it wasn't that's one of the big things is like, you'll get like, yeah, you'll be in like a, a conversation and you'll be, there'll be like a, I don't know, you can talk about fucking politics or whatever and you don't have the, like that politics thing and you're like, God damn it. There was one, I really like the, um, what's it called? The, what's the meter that you use? You have the, the little dots down the bottom that you can expend, whatever oh, that's yeah. called. It's a hundred centimeters. Yeah. That, and you, yeah. And then it sort of gives That you... system is awesome. Cause it's, it's yeah. like a, do you sacrifice this one, uh, one bit of dialogue to possibly save it for something more important? Or do you just mm. press them for, inf- I, I really, really enjoy that, that it's just one common, um, yeah. Like asset that you have to and use. Get, I think those, those, uh, the little, um, the bits or whatever the things that you get for those points mm. they um i think that they get quite rare i think yeah um, like the the honey that you use yeah. to yeah because yeah they hand them out pretty liberally to begin with but i figured they probably get a little bit less so as mm. as the game get goes on um but as for the the skill tree i i actually cannot remember what it's called i didn't go for politics or the occult so i went for the third one that's like is, um is it like investigator or something yeah 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 because I nice. wanted to be able to kind of see if people were lying or whatnot. And it's come in handy, but there are a few things that, because of kind of the, the nature of the game, I kind of wish that I went occult because it is very based around that sort of theme. Mm. Um, but yeah, that will, that'll be fine. I, when I play through it again, I'll choose a different one, see how it goes. Do you reckon you're going to uh, grow sideburns like the main character? Yeah, fuck yeah. They suit him really well. And I figure if they suit a video game character, they have to suit me as well. That's how it works, isn't it? That's fair. I agree with that. All right, cool. Um, You've got a review game, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yes. Uh, Anything else you've been playing? Um, I went over to a mate's house and played some Mario Kart 8 because that's a legal thing you can do now. Is that where you're moving to? Nah. (laughs) I do have to move out in a couple months though. So I wonder if the, the moving out... Well, if you want to move to Sydney, I don't have a spare room for you. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's appreciated. No worries, man. Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, and I played a little bit of Need for Speed Heat as well in there. Oh, yeah. right. What do you uh, think of that? I dig it. Yes, yeah, cool. Um, I have, I've only played like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. But That's yeah, enough. everything feels pretty, the whole game. pretty solid. Yeah, cool. that's about it for me, I think. Nice. Uh, George, what have you been playing? Uh, so, still been playing Final Fantasy fourteen for the people that didn't hear last week because the podcast didn't exist. Um, I was having some connectivity issues. I got that sorted, so I'm still on track to beat my pledges. Uh, and then in saying that, I also beat Gris, which I posted uh, an image of the credits for, and I beat Celeste, which I posted the credits for. And then on top of that, I um, also played a little game with some dude uh, called GTFO. Oh, that's that's right. the dude's name, I obviously. I that. <laughs> I'm glad you bought that, actually. I would have forgotten yeah. completely about it. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up. I was like, he's not going to mention it. You know, he's, got it, he's blocked it out of his mind. Oh, it was, but, uh, it was good, though. It was good fun. It was good. Um, uh, after the first couple of rounds where we kind of got the gist of it, it yeah. started to flow a lot better. 
So um, for those who are listening at home or in the car or on the bus or wherever. Uh, in the park. Or in the park. GTFO is a game from like a newly, well, I guess they're not so new anymore, but like a, a studio that, that was formed by Payday developers. Um, <clears throat> and it's basically a similar kind of concept where you're, it's like a four-man or four, sorry, four-person uh, team. And you go uh, and do these survival horror missions. Um, yeah, so we were playing that on Sunday night? No. Saturday night. Saturday night. And we didn't get past the tutorial in like Jesus three hours of playing it. Christ. No, it was, it was Friday night. Oh, yeah. Whatever night it was, man. They all, they all go into one these days. You didn't get past hard. the tutorial. Mate, it's hard. No, no, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty unforgiving. It's very hard. That's fucked. Um, Look, and if it, if it helps at all, Adam, I got to test whether we had friendly fire by getting rid of half of Zach's health. <laughs> That's true. Which there is friendly fire. It's just, it's really cool though. Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, the tutorial, basically you have to go and get, yeah, so you go down underground. It's, it's, it's almost like riding like a, like a theme park roller coaster kind of thing. You, you strap into like these, like a big giant drop sort of thing and you go like right down and underground and an animation which we all got very very oh, tired yeah, of seeing. That, yeah. <laughs> there's like a loading screen animation that just goes it, for it, like... it's like the, did, did any of you play mass effect andromeda on launch no kieran yes sorry i didn't want i was like do i admit that i played it mass effect andromeda? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes so i you, did do you remember how whenever you traveled there was always that like one and a half minute animations of ship flying off yes yeah, it's kind of like that, except whenever you start a match in this game. Jesus. Brilliant. Is it only in... Th- oh, I suppose you don't know because you didn't get past the tutorial, but maybe they only put it in there because they assume that, you know, it's the tutorial and that you'll pass it. I... Not throwing shade, but maybe that is... So, not to throw anybody under the bus here, but uh, Leo, our good friend from Power Up, <laughs> shout out, uh, he also couldn't get past the tutorial and he had to play with the developers to get past it. Jesus. So, In all fairness, <laughs> we got very close to beating the tutorial. We did one time. Oh my God, yeah. we were so close. We Honestly, it. what happened was we were getting there and then one of our guys had a connection problem halfway through, which just screwed us because we had one less person and everything's balanced. I mean, he came people. back. Like he did Jesus. come back, but like after everything was dead. Um. I think, was that the one that I was the last one live and they were all chasing me up the stairs? No, no, no. That was the one where we got to that second big door mm. and then he disconnected. So you came up top with me and he didn't see the zombie behind you. So just slapping your ass until you died. On the top. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's really cool. So the, yeah, the idea is we had to go and get these two, ca- uh, well, like, what were they? Like, caches of... Feel- Stuff, yeah, gear, it was car- cargo case. Cargo, or yeah, and then we had to just bring it back to our like extraction point, which yeah, it sort of just gets you familiar with the with the game. And yeah, there's like these um, creatures or whatever, and they're all like asleep. So the idea is that you try and do it as stealthily as possible. But any like, if you use your your flashlight too much, or you use your um, hang on, if you use your flashlight too much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see if uh, who would react to that. Yeah, cool, I good. 
Anyway, uh, they, yeah, I mean, see, each to their own. That's fine. See, no, see, that was unfair for me because that's what all we'll say in that night was. So it just <laughs> completely went by me there because I was like, oh, he means flashlight. Um, yeah, so if you use your, your flashlight too much, it sort of wakes up. I don't even know what a flashlight is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's where you put it up your bum and you light it up so then, you know, you can you can see your insights. But yeah, like it, it's very hard to stealth. Uh, and there are there are actual uh, creatures that, like, that are awake. Yep. And uh, there's like a little terminal that you can... Uh, used you can help identify where ammo is or where other I, I got item boxes are um jordan became the uh token the hacker t- yeah the token nerd um and it's Naturally. like like ammo and stuff and even like yeah it's brutal the health like there's just not much going around so you have to like really conserve your energy and each you can choose when you choose your loadout you can choose like a special like a special tool i guess um and mine was like a like a radar kind of thing so you could actually tag enemies that were moving uh, you yeah, could, for like, me i was a tool so you could um, reinforce <laughs> doors so basically the, you get to like lock doors and you have to stand in this you have to all stand in this point and then to um excuse me to unlock the door you have to go then with the sensor or like the security alarm thing has these four points on the ground and you, ha- and you and yeah like you have to go it, stand in these four points while basically all these creatures and stuff are piling in from the doors so if you haven't reinforced the doors they just tear through the doors and you're trying to stand on these points um and and they keep they keep coming while the alarm during that is going it's just it's fucking hectic but it sounds incredibly stressful it is man it's but it's awesome yeah it is it is actually quite a lot of fun i'd heard uh pretty average things about it but I found myself quite surprised, and I was quite impressed with. It looked quite nicely, and it ran quite smoothly. Yeah, for an uh, early access game, yeah. Hey, absolutely. I mean, Anthem was a full release game, and it ran like hot garbage. Um, so I'm definitely keen to play more. That that was definitely yeah heaps of fun. So yeah, sh- shout outs to Big Ten Chambers for the uh, four codes there. Well, uh, there will be content eventually on the website. I mean, it's only early access, so we've got a little bit of time. Um. Yeah, cool. What else have you been playing? Uh, aside from that, I've uh, just been playing Minecraft Dungeons for review, as did uh, well, I got some help from Adam to talk about it tonight, so we can talk about that later. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and what have you been playing that's not for review this week? Or uh, what's exciting last week? If you've seen anything before we get to that, I just Googled what a flashlight is, and it's... <laughs> Like, for lighting up areas. But how does that... Like, where do you put your dick? <laughs> where the battery well, what, yeah. yeah, what do you think powers it? So, like... Oh. So Can you imagine a, a flashlight-powered flashlight? <laughs> I think imagine, you just created right. a, an amazing imagine product. A, like, if it was just a dead giveaway for when you have a boner, because, like, there's just this light coming out of your pants. <laughs> no, it's to stop, like, stalkers and stuff. <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> Shout out. To How powerful been... a bright would it have to be to actually stop a stalker? Because, like, you know, you want to burn them with it. So, so what is it? Like, a powerful light. Like no, it be... doesn't go the other way. It's like if you're sitting at home and suddenly there's, like, a repeated flashing of light through your window. It's like, oh, he's out there again. <laughs> oh, right. I thought, I thought it was, like, the opposite. So, it's like... Yeah. So, it's like, oh, I've got no. someone stalk me. I have to get erect and <laughs> into a fl- flashlight. <laughs> To, to bright their eyes so they can't follow me. <laughs> oh. 
I like the idea of you having to get erect to chase away a stalker. <laughs> What's your go-to? Mine's the order. Just instantly. Yeah. Is that our discussion topic for this week? What games give you an instant chub? I don't know, Kieran's is Spyro. Yeah, well, we all know well, about that. If it's, uh, if it's any... Um, if anything's changed, it's got to be a youngy, young, sexy Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll As talk about that later. Yeah. Now that's, um, I can think of some crimes and punishments there. <laughs> <laughs> I should have used that wow. now. Yeah, that was Jesus. Good. Anyway, anyway um, yeah. this week, what have I, what have I been playing? That's not for review. I've been playing Saints Row the Third. We talked about that. I spoke last about week. that with Dylan last week on the podcast that you'll never hear. Shout out. Um, I, oh, I started Dishonored two. Zach? You're further than mm. Zach. I'm through... <laughs> the tutorial. I'm like level... I don't know. I've played like seven hours now. <laughs> nice. Sitting in the main menu for seven hours doesn't count. Fair, I'll give you that. Anyway, I played the tutorial and like the first kind of bit. That's all so far. But um, it's cool. Just feels like more dishonored so far. I picked Emily. Is that her name? I knew you would. Well, her powers, I actually, like, I googled what their stuff is, and her powers seems (laughs) better suited to, (laughs) she seems better suited to, I want to do, like, a no getting spotted playthrough first. And then... I went went Corvo purely because I played Corvo in number one, so I was like, oh, I feel like I've got to continue Corvo's. I almost did that, but no, I'll save him for my high chaos. See, Just my question, house. Zach, though, is what good did that choice do you if you still haven't played it all? It's getting there. I'm like, <laughs> We're talking so about the I'm... things that I've played, Jordan, not the things Zach hasn't played. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going in that second one, we're going to be here all night. Yeah. And it's going to be all the games he's reviewed. <laughs> Come on. That was a low blow. I didn't mean that. That's, does, it's not even true. Um, uh, Adam, I played Snakey Bus. Hey, I read your article and I got the platinum in like yeah, an hour. Yeah, so she's, thanks she's for not that. Difficult. <laughs> no, but it was fun. Yeah, it's a, it is good. Um, that's about it for non-review games. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I've also been watching Georgie play a lot of God of War because I miss playing that game and it's fun to rewatch it. Nice. Um, and they finished it, so that's over. It's done. Rip. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Uh, I. Last week. Oh yeah, what have you been playing, Zach? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Every week. Sorry. That's okay. It's alright. Um, last week I spoke about how I played Shaq Fu. Because I, I wanted to play some more beta mark and that game sucked. So shout outs to Shaq Fu again. Uh, thanks to Kieran for the, for the copy of that. Appreciate that, Matt. Um, but that that was probably a um, pre-planned grenade to try and stop me from beating you to to the pledges, no doubt. 
cheeky. Yeah, that was really like before I even knew what pledges were. <laughs> I was like, you know, one day I'm going to need to waste Zach's time. <laughs> you never yeah, know. have a copy of Shaq Food for free. Yeah, see? I knew it. Um, but no, it was... I got a... Sorry. Fine. Uh, no, it wasn't fine. It was no good. Uh, I've also been... This week, I spoke a bit last week about Song of Horror. I think I was up to episode two last week. Or I just got every, everyone killed again. Or I just finished it. I think maybe I just finished it. I think you it. said that every week. Yeah. I played Song uh, of Horror and everyone died. Yeah. Yeah, you know, actually, on Friday night, Zach told me he was playing Song of Horror, and uh, one of the characters died. So, what yeah. a surprise! Yeah. So, I'm now up to episode four. So, episode five comes out this Friday. Uh, so, does each episode ooh. add more characters for you to kill? Or <laughs> yes. So, there's each character is a new. I mean, what each each character each character is a new episode. <laughs> each episode's got different characters. So, ah, uh, okay. Episode. Two had like four characters, um, and obviously, excuse me, if they die, you they, they don't carry over. I think if if they're in the, it's next, the end of the season, if they're in the next episode, um, so yeah, episode two, I managed to get, I got all the way through right till I think it was like almost the very end, and I got one, I got the chick killed, and I was devastated because uh, I wanted her to to live. Um, but yeah, I finished with the next guy because I was pretty much there yeah, right at the ending. Uh, yeah, episode three was pretty cool. So episode one was set in like a mansion kind of thing. Episode two was set in an antique store uh, and like a little sort of, sort of surroundings, like a little apartment complex sort of just behind it. Uh, episode three was set <clears throat> inside um, like a building. I know that's a terrible description, but it was it's like uh, like a publishing building, I think. Um, is it publishing their death? No, hang on, no, it couldn't have been. It must have been like no, sorry, it was said inside like a university. Sorry, have you even uh, played it, mate? I have, um, but it was it's it's confusing because they were talking about going to this guy's office. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so it's set inside like a little uni. Um, and episode four is set inside this. Actually, I haven't started, so I couldn't tell you. That's a lie. I'm I'm up to the very start of episode four. Um, so this is before they're all dead now, and then next. Oh wait, no, I have everyone in episode four is dead. No, I have episode four. I've started. God, oh, I'm out of control. I've lost the plot. Uh, you, you're in this abandoned sort of church thing. Uh, episode four. It's pretty cool so far. It's sort of starting to lose a bit of steam. I really uh, appreciated your pun there because, like, you couldn't tell us what episode four was because you didn't remember it, and you said you lost the plot. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, neither did I. Uh, yeah, so it's sort of it's it's still cool, uh, but yeah, it's sort of getting a little bit sort of dragged out because it is it is a very very slow game, uh, and you do have to sort of constantly uh, sort of watch what you do. And like I said before, you have to put your ear up to every door and make sure there's sort of nothing behind it, which is where I fucked up in some of the episodes. Um, yeah, there's like a little cut, uh, like a little cute. Uh, QTE kind of thing where you got to slam keep this monster um, you got to shut the door before the monster gets in and normally the monster sits outside the door for a good minute or so after you shut the door and I was talking to Anna um, and we I closed the door and was talking I didn't realise and as soon as I pushed the open the door button and I saw that the ear sign was against the door I was like fuck 
and then they die. Um, so yeah, it's little little things like that that cost cost your lives. Um, but I finished it, thank God. It's also episode three had some really hard puzzles in it, and there was one that I think I fluked. I don't really know how I even um, got the. Should have messaged me. I know. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing apart from. The Hand of Glory. I did play Roki last week. You can go read my preview on the website. I did speak about it a lot last week, so it seems. Um, yeah, let's talk reviews. Who wants to go first? I feel like you should just continue. Just keep talking? Talking. Just keep yeah. jabbering? Keep, keep it snappy though, mate. We're like half an hour in and we haven't even spoken about reviews yet. I know, mate. Well, it's been, well there's been a bit to catch up on. There has. Tell us about your hand jobs, mate. Trying to oh. stuff two, last last week's two, mammoth two-hour episode into the intro to this one. Yeah, yeah. Takes its toll on the time. Uh, yeah, so Hand of Glory. Um, it's a Kickstarter you were game. Gonna... What's that? You were going to read what you wrote out on the thing. <laughs> I was. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah, so it's a Kickstarter game that I backed a couple of years last year, I think. Uh, or the end of 2018, I think it was last year. It's a point-and-click game. I've spoken about it a bit before on the podcast in our jorts last couple of months because it keeps getting delayed. Uh, episode 1 is out now for backers. It comes out on June 9th for uh, non-backers. Um, yeah, and it's actually pretty good. So I've started writing my review, and sort of the intro talks about how this, uh, I guess... Um, a little bit of negativity around Kickstart or crowdfunded games. You know, that they're not quite as good as, you know, publisher-funded sort of know. games. I don't Agony's pretty good. Oof. Well, I mean, that doesn't help. Correct. Okay. Um, you know, and then things like Star Citizen that are like, what, $150 million into it and still no game. Shaq-Fu. <laughs> well, may, maybe they are shit games. Sad. But yeah, uh, Hand of Glory, it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's it's a yeah so it's a point and click it's he- heavily heavily inspired by Broken Sword. In fact, it feels like a rip off of Broken Sword in a lot of ways, but in a good way, not in like a a stolen way, just an inspired way. Like sounds uh, like a rip off. Like um, Enchanted Portals and Cuphead. It's it's not quite that level of uh in inspiration. Uh, it's not a, like a carbon copy. Yeah, it's not quite a carbon copy. Mostly because the art style is... It's very, very similar, the art style, but it's also a bit different. This one feels a little, little bit more... Um, maybe like a comic book, in a way. Like a... I, I'm trying to think of the right term to describe the visuals in like in the review, but it's... Yeah, it's very... Um, it's like, it's all hand-drawn, but it's very simple uh, and sort of basic, not overly... Not super detailed, like there's a bit of detail, but yeah, but not super. Uh, it's that, yeah, you, you play this detective who's like a down on his luck detective guy who's been being fed clues by like this serial killer. Um, and the first sequence, you kind of, uh, that case has like a resolution, uh, which was the demo, but I didn't finish the demo because I wanted to keep it. <clears throat> for the game and then yeah then you have to investigate the disappearance of this rich girl or like the daughter of this rich family 
Um, yeah, and you sort of, it's very, yeah, it's like typical point and click, heaps of puzzles, some more difficult than others. Uh, there's been two that have stumped me uh, so far. The first one was um, just a simple fuck up that I did. So one of the first solutions that I had, uh, I, I simply missed a part um, of the thing. So when I went back and redid it, it, it worked. And the second one, which is one I did today, it was in, involved a desk and some uh, some drawers. And I spent like a good probably hour and a half in total just trying to solve this puzzle. I took screenshots and took them to work to like look at um, the thing and try and find a solution. I just couldn't figure it out. And I was thinking about it too. Uh, it's, so it's like a engraving on a desk and there's a bunch of musical notes. Um, <clears throat> and I was thinking too much about the notes as opposed to just the simple engraving. Uh, and I screenshots, I sent screenshots to, to Kieran being like, this fucking quiz man, it's shit me up the wall. And he goes, oh, I'll try this, but that's that's the only thing that I can think of. So I tried it, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kieran's got a knack for jumping into um, someone else's so game and finishing it. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that uh, Kieran gave you a handjob of glory? Or? He did give me, it was a good little bridge around, that was. Um, I and like his solution hadn't even crossed my mind, and it was the most, and it makes sense. Like like now that I think about it, I go, why the fuck did I think of that? That's See, like, I think the beauty of it is, I think what what tripped you up is because you have musical knowledge and you were trying to uh, apply that, yeah. and it didn't require that at all. And I don't have any, so I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck any of this means, but I mm. think if you do this, it'll work. Yeah, and like like you sort of said, you know, sometimes the answer's always simpler than what it sort of seems. Yeah, um, and that yeah, that's the, the worst thing in a puzzle game is when you get tripped up, like, yeah. over-solving something. And that was the case with that first puzzle that I got stumped with. Yeah. It's like, I tried the simple solution first, and, I mean, I fucked yeah. it up. Um, but then I was like, then I was trying to really, like, overcomplicate it. Like, I was going to all different locations, and I'm like, where the fuck? Yeah. Uh, then I just went back and tried it again, and, it, yeah, I fucking realized I'd fucked it up it's almost uh, like if they made the puzzle harder you'd get it yeah yeah pretty much um also uh jordan you're very musical as well if you saw a musical sheet and they the voice actor was talking about a pentagram what would you think what if i saw a musical sheet yeah like, a, like, a, like a sheet of music like yeah a like a stave Sure. Yeah. Okay. And they're talking about a pentagram. Yeah. All right. So this is this is so the first forty five minutes of my night, well, before I went to bed and thought, "Fuck, this is too hard." I'll take screenshots and look at it tomorrow. Um, I literally thought they were talking about the star, like you know, the satany, the satanic sort of symbol pentagram. Yeah. Turns out like a five, uh, like that five, like a five tier, whatever, like a five line piece of music is called a pentagram. In like, yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. So not only did I waste my time the first time looking for a fucking star sign that didn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> See, this this is what happens when you over overthink it. Um, but yeah, no, the game's pretty cool. The voice acting is pretty well done. It's got a little uh, some good humor to it. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's very inspired by um, 
broken sword. It has this really cool mode as well. It's like it's sort of I guess an accessibility sort of mode. It's called relaxed reading mode. Is that uh, where in each episode there's new characters and you kill them all? Or? That's not the case. But you can die in this. So there's certain like it's they're almost like QTE. So you have to solve the next bit of the sequence. Otherwise, you can die. Or if you choose the wrong option, you die. Uh, this so podcast has a QTE. Yeah, it's Jordan. <laughs> So that's um, pretty cool. But yeah, this relaxed reading mode is basically the characters speak. Um, and if you're a bit sort of slow to read or to hear or whatever, uh, it basically you have to click the button for it to continue to the next bit, which is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's not something that I use uh, personally, but it's, it's kind of cool to have that in there. I think it would benefit a little bit just to have a heat, uh, a hint system. Um, oh, it uh, doesn't have one. I no, Kieran was your hint system. Yeah, <laughs> well, so the new versions of because I regularly play. Well, every couple of years I, I play Broken Sword one and two. Um, Are they ever going to fix it? It's good. It's what <laughs> oh, the sword. <laughs> I went, I went over my head and I um, But when I did the like the, the defin- good. definitive <laughs> missions or whatever they they were they yeah they implemented hint systems into that. Um, and it's kind of cool. It was just, you know, if you don't need it, you don't have to use it, but it's there for, you know, for people that do use it. Because the problem with these sorts of puzzles uh, and these sorts of games is, is it can really, it can bring the game, you know, it can slow the game right down to like dead stop. And you can spend, you know, like I spent like an hour trying to solve a puzzle um, and it kind of starts to ruin it just a little bit. Um, cause you have you tried getting good? I have. But for the most, yeah, but for the most part, I've, I've solved pretty much everything um and i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it quite a bit it's two parts nice. um yeah full review will hopefully be out this week if, if if i can solve the puzzles in time um so you'll hear all about it or you can read all about it on the on the website shout outs fuck yeah uh i think kieran you probably you like point clicks here i do yeah i can you'd like it there's a couple little things with the character it's yeah, I don't know if that's like their non-English background, um, but yeah, there's like one of the first sequences is um, like the the villain guy uses like the word slut, and it just sort of comes, it's just sort of like out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> it's See, now like, now like, you're getting me to play the game because I love being called a well, slut. It's sort of when like, you yeah. say out of nowhere, like are you trying to solve a puzzle and he just pops up and he's like slut. <laughs> <laughs> That no, sounds so, great. So he's, <laughs> That's so he's the kind of villain, villain I need. He's like the serial killer, and he's kidnapped uh, this girl, right? And it's just, yeah, he, he hasn't really said oh, much. Right. He hasn't really said much at all, and he just says like, "Shut up, slut," and it's just like, uh, like, yeah, okay, like you could have just said, "Bitch." It's like, weird though, because that's what you say to us when we complain about stuff in the uh, internally. Yeah, that's true. You are my sluts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that could be an intro too. Code slots. Um Yeah, and there's another thing where he um he just he jokes about sitting on like like a park bench and watching the girls run past, like on the beach. It's just sort of like, oh that's a bit creepy, man. <laughs> like But I mean like, I he he is a serial killer, in fairness. No, this is like the main character now. Oh okay, that's so so yeah, oh, so di- oh. different thing. He's just like, Oh, you know, Miami Beach is so nice. I like sitting on the on the park benches watching the girls exercise or and run then he past goes, or whatever. Shut up, says. slut! Um, <laughs> it's just sort of like, oh, I kind of like this, this character, but that's a very creepy 
thing to say. He also gropes. Yeah, that's weird. A, like a topiary, uh, like a woman's like bust. He like, he yeah, like there's like a, this, yeah. And he goes, oh, groper. I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Does that make him bust or? Um, they're just very <laughs> random bits, but the game's pretty good. But apart from those odd inclusions. Apart from the main character yeah. being a sex fiend. Interesting. He is you know what? Maybe he has the hand of glory. Hey. Maybe in his pants. <laughs> um, um, but aside from that, I think the game is is very good. And if you do like broken sword kind of games, and even the Curse of Monkey Island and stuff, I, I think you'll like it. If you can just just cringe when you hear those. Yeah. Go, yeah. Okay. Cool. Side note. Yeah. Uh, I just you in my head today. <laughs> uh, in my head, I just realized that The Last of Us is an anagram for hot leaf slut. So, do with that what you will. <laughs> two, hot wow. sleep, two hot leaf sluts. Jesus, that's information I needed to know. <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay, so... No, because okay, I'm going to oh, can... Photoshop an image of one of the fucking oh, leaf no. monster things from The Last of Us. So, when someone calls up to, uh, oh, here's my copy of... The last was two in, two in yet. You can go, oh, do you mean two hot Oh, is it typo? I accidentally ordered hot leaf slide. <laughs> you know what the best part about that is, Kieran? All the, like, limited edition branding has, like, fern leaves and stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ugh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's my review. I reckon it's going to be in the in the eights so far. Yeah, right. Mm, I'm very happy with my purchase. Was it nice. worth? Was it worth uh, the extended wait? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has been. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Uh, who's up next? Karen. I'll I'll talk because I like doing that. You do. Um, I'll I'll keep it brief because I got a couple. Um, <laughs> I'm just in my mind running through the numbers, making sure I can talk about these. Yes, I can. Uh. Well, actually, the first one that I can definitely talk about um, is a game that I am, am supposed to have reviewed by now, probably, <laughs> uh, but so far have not been able to, um, and that's Maneater, which I was playing on the PlayStation 4, um, and I can't finish it because... Every time the game goes to a loading screen, instead of loading the thing it was meant to load, it loads the tutorial and saves over my save. Oh, oh shit! So what a, what a weird scandal. issue. That's well, been fun. So yeah, so pre pre release or sorry pre yeah pre release yeah there was known issues with which I think is do you know if that's related to just PS4? Yes. Okay, so that explains why PS4 codes were basically yes a day before the game came out because yeah there were known issues with save wipes and whatnot so when we got the code we were basically told that basically download the patch because Mm -hmm. it's going to fix this save wipe problem but then it turns out there's more than one save wipe yeah the other one was quite funny as well but um yeah so that's been frustrating because the only way for me to finish the game would be for me to play it all in one sitting and not die or fast travel. Jesus. Which is a lot of pressure, um, considering that I realized what was happening, played for about five hours, and then instinctively fast traveled. Oh. And yeah. yeah. 
That's so I'm much sorry. worse than if you died because that's something you actively did yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I got that message too. And I can't even go out. I can't close the game. I can't save and close the game and back up my save in case it happens because that's enough for it to kick me back to the tutorial next time I boot it up. Jesus. Or like, Has it or like when, I, when I quit. Huh? Has there been another patch? No, there hasn't. I don't know if anyone else is having this problem. It seems unique to me so far. I haven't heard any other. I've heard reports of people not being able to get to the last boss as well. Apparently, mm. he just doesn't turn up for a lot of people. You know what? You're having that issue too. You can't get to him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I I have, like, basically a review written. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's a weird situation. I don't know how to address it too much but uh yeah that's been interesting so, um all right quick question here i yeah. love sharks love them mm. would have a pet mm. one if i could mm. Actually, no, i probably would mm. probably eat me um uh. is the game pre i mean you know i love a i love a bad game i love an average looking game and yep. to me this game looked a bit avo yep uh, look it looked re- like repetitive just you know fun for a good hour and then it's like yeah, it is the same old. Yeah, it's it's repetitive for sure. Um, it's very much like they can't, they're they billing it as an RPG or like you know the world's first shark RPG is yeah. like the fucking tagline thing. Shark RPG, but it's yeah, if, <laughs> um, it's actually probably closer to like the old school like collectathon platformers of like the N64 era where it's just it's just about a hundred percenting. It's just it's you checking boxes. Um and it kind of scratches that innate itch that games do when it's like that. Um and you kind of just forget that all you're doing is swimming around like chomping things. Cause you're like, nah, I need to like clear this area. I need to hundred percent this area. I need so to what find you're all saying this stuff. Is it's kind of like a three D Pac Man it in the water oh wow it actually <laughs> kind of is um but yeah like it doesn't even doesn't even pretend to be uh in any way cerebral it tells you where everything is and you just go and you just get it well it's because um, they can't use the guiding winds they're in the water hey <laughs> what happens if the sh- no um <laughs> shark of <Shushima>. yeah <laughs> uh so it's it's weird like it's not it's fun when you're playing it it's not not fun but if you think about it too much you become acutely aware that it's just inane mundane bullshit i've got a a quick question for you yeah can you tell me why in the lead up to it releasing in every preview people were calling it gta but with sharks because i saw that pop up everywhere is it just because well, it's I, like I, a I think it was a, i think it was a prelude yeah. to not being average haha oh. ha. um i think it was yeah i think it was just any anything open world must be gta like, must be gta yeah it's like yeah. how anything with semblance of difficulty has to be labeled the dark souls of the insert yes. genre there yeah cool uh yeah so it's weird I, I think I like it. Well, I would like it more if I could finish it, but um, it's 
if you've got like a weekend and nothing else to play and you just want to be told you're doing a good job, then it's fun. How ironic. You can finish everyone else's games, but you can't finish your own. <laughs> well, if there was like a super easy puzzle in it, that's like, <laughs> I could probably do that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that worked. Um, outside of that, the other game that I've been playing, that I've been playing for a while now, um, and have been able to slightly talk about, but can now officially say that I've reviewed it and scored it, is Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on the Switch. And you can actually save that one. And I can... Well, can you imagine it? Nah, it's like 100 hours. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you have to get pretty good at speedrunning. I would have to get great at speedrunning. Um, but yeah, I think we already st- established this, but Jordan hasn't played it. The original on the Wii. Zach definitely hasn't played it. Adam, anything? No, I haven't. I'm keen to play this version of it. Cool. So, uh, you have, have you played any of them? No. The Xenoblade? Cro- no, okay, cool. No. Um, the gist of it is basically it's a, it's a massive, you know, JRPG um, with kind of like a, a semi-MMO style combat system where your characters kind of attack automatically and it's all about, you know, getting the best positioning and effectively using your uh, special attacks on cooldowns to, you know, take you know wear down the enemy or or remove their specific buffs or whatever it is um it's all about setting up you know your party so that you've got a tank to kind of draw aggro and you've got people to uh yeah like buff and debuff and stuff so if you're into any of those words (laughs) um you'll you'll get a kick out of it um and you know back in like 2011 i think it was when it released on the wii um it kind of blew my mind at how big how like just vast and dense all the environments are um because the the idea is that it's it's not set on like a traditional world like the characters live on the bodies of ancient titans that that were fighting um so you're you basically start the game at the base of the titan and as you kind of travel you're working your way up to it and all the environments are like you know massive expansive fields or forests or or planes or whatever and like on the Wii it was like not overly beautiful like the character models and stuff were pretty ugly but overall the game was like you know how can they how can the Wii run this um so now that it's got a home on the Switch it feels it still feels super modern um and it's still super deep like the RPG systems are still really complex and stuff but they've been able to like pretty everything up so the environments look even better the character models uh, are fantastic now. They've kind of gone for like an almost anime-ish, cel-shaded style as opposed to the weird low-poly stretched faces of the originals. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like, as a, as a remaster, it's excellent. Like they've just, there's no, almost nothing that goes untouched. They've done the music and you can switch like back to the old music. They've reanimated all the characters so the lip syncing matches up. Um, you know, there's new menus. It's like all the menus are, 10 times better than they were before there's new armors and costumes and shit it's like it's a you know top to bottom just complete overhaul of the game which in itself is impressive enough and then they've also added like a 15 to 20 hour epilogue campaign on top as well which is all brand new um so it's it's been a time getting through all that because it's yeah easily like 60 plus hours for the main game if you're rushing um so i think i've clocked like 80 or 90 at this point 
um, and then another fifteen or twenty for the for the epilogue. So it's been a it's been a dense undertaking, um, but it still stands easily as one of the best JRPGs that I've ever played. Um, just ten times more beautiful now. So I the review will be up before this goes out, and I've given it a nine point five. Holy shit! Mm. Big boy. So what's the what's the drawback? The one drawback is that sometimes, because uh, the Switch basically uses a dynamic resolution, or the game on the Switch uses oh, dynamic resolution. It becomes super blurry. So yeah, at times, whether you're playing handheld or uh, docked, uh, both which look great. Um, if the if you're in like a super busy battle or like a really complex scene, it can the the resolution can yeah drop quite drastically. Um, and especially in the new epilogue story, um, they've added a, a new mechanic where you can team up with, uh, Jordan Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has Nopon in it, right? You know what those are? Yes. Those little annoying fuzzy fucking things. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, well in the, in the epilogue, you can recruit up to 12 of them by doing quests around the, around the area and, and sort of getting them on side. And then when you do that, all 12 of them follow you all the time. And then battle, all 12 of them battle alongside your existing three oh. characters. Oh, lovely. So that'll uh, pull out so, a lot of particle effects. Uh, <laughs> there were definitely times where my Switch just felt like it was going to give up. <laughs> like everything just got super blurry. And then also the frame rate would drop quite quite drastically. It wasn't... It was like maybe three or four times in you know the whole 20 hours of that when... It was noticeable, but yeah, that's about the only drawback, really. Nice. Yeah. So, would you say? What's the question I'm trying to ask here? Because would, I don't would you say that, Kieran? What's the question you're trying to ask here? <laughs> I yeah, I want to say what's the question you're trying to ask here. Well, I was going to say, is this Nintendo's best remake? But it's probably one of their only. Hmm. I mean, no, it's not. This is like, out of all of the games that are subtitled Definitive Edition that I've reviewed in the last fucking three weeks, um, it's the best one. No, it's definitely one of the most comprehensive and like impressive remasters slash remakes slash re-releases that I've played because it is just top to bottom. Like they've just looked at everything and redone it if it needed to be redone. And it's already a good game, so. But you can't beat Mario Kart 8, is what you're saying. For a second there, I thought you were claiming that I can't finish Mario Kart 8. I'm like, fuck you. I'm dope at Mario Kart 8. <laughs> um, that doesn't count. So today I learned that uh, Kira gets very aggressive when you question his skill at Mario Kart 8 and his ability yep, to beat Apparently, the game. yeah. I do not get aggressive, mate. Fuck you. I'll fight you in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. You... Adam, we haven't heard from you for a while, mate. Yeah, mate. Talk to us. Except for when he questioned my... That's true. Karting. Yeah, yeah. A- apart from pissing off Kieran. Yeah. Um, you know what? When everyone finishes the course, the, the track in Mario Kart, you're those who remain. Oh, what a segue. Um, you don't use segways <laughs> in Mario Kart 8, but that would be awesome. 
Oh, how good. Ooh. Nah, the, the bikes are shit, so the Segways would probably handle similar. Anyway, um, yes, as, as Kieran set up so well, I've been playing Those Who Remain. Um, I haven't finished it as of yet, but I probably will tonight. I feel like it's it's very clear that it is wrapping up, um, so I should be able to get through the rest of it tonight. Um, so it's a first-person... It goes between in the the marketing saying that it's a, a, a psychological horror and a psychological thriller. Um, it's definitely closer to the thriller side of things. I don't think there's, there's, there really isn't heaps of horror elements and it's not particularly scary. So yeah, it leans more into the thriller. Um, but so yeah, the, the game opens up, you're playing as Edward, this very deep voiced, um, Edward darling. No, mate. No, mate. Come on now. Is, is he deep voiced? Depends what he's... Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Actually, oh, speaking of, of uh, Ed Darling, just a little bit of a shout-out, he uh, finished A Plague Tale over the... Over oh, the yeah. Weekend. What yeah. a boy. And, and I still got to start that. Same. Um, anyway, th- those who remain, Edward. So, yes, uh, he's got a, a wonderful deep voice. Le- genuinely one of the, the best parts of the game is the, the protagonist's voice acting because he's pretty much all... All of the dialogue comes from him. There's very, very few other people that you you hear in the game, but his voice acting is fantastic. Um, but yeah, so the game opens up and he's uh, monologuing about how you don't know that you're happy until you're not happy anymore. It's all very depressing. Um, but he's on his way to a motel to um, visit his mistress, but he's going to break things off because he's hurt his wife enough, blah, 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 blah. You know, setting up the the plot, but yeah, you get to this dingy motel, um, that's really poorly lit. It's got that, that great video game trope of everyone in the world uses really low wattage light globes that should light up a whole room, but they only kind of light up what's directly below it. Anyway, so that's abandoned. Power bills, mate. Yeah, apparently. Um, so that's abandoned. You can notice that shit's kind of not how it should be. Um, and someone takes off with your car, so you, you run after them, um, and then things start to get real weird. So there's people in the darkness with glowing um, blue eyes, kind of like the, the kids from Village of the Damned. Um, and so the whole crux of the game is that if you wander into the dark, you'll die. They have pitchforks and axes and stuff, and they'll they'll kill you if you wander in the dark. So the the whole idea is that you have Sounds to use like light. Like... <laughs> Uh, you've you've got to use light to to stay alive so you need to find light sources and stay in their area otherwise you'll you'll get stabbed um but as you go a little bit further on you find these glowing doors that will take you between dimensions um so the the dimension that you go through into is exactly the same as the real world but there's shits floating and it's overgrown with, with weeds and things like that. It's very uh, Stranger Things upside down sort of feel. Um, and the things that you change in that world affect the real world and um, vice versa. So that's the main crux of the game is that you'll go from location to location trying to find like a key in one world that'll help you unlock a door in the other or 
moving a pallet out of the way so you can walk through a walkway and stuff like that. It's, it has a lot of potential, um, but all of the, the puzzles and kind of pitfalls are exceptionally simple. Um, when they're working, I've run into a few things that I've needed to close the game and reopen it. Um, just out of frustration. Cause I couldn't figure out how to, to fix a puzzle or to complete a puzzle. Um, but it ended up just should've being asked, that. Oh mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send Kieran a message. Yeah, should've asked me. Yeah. Um, but it ended up just being that it was, it was broken. So when I went back in, it worked as it should. Um, that but yeah, they you didn't ask Kieran. Yeah, exactly. Kieran just snuck into my house and did it for me. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of physics based puzzles, like picking up big 44 gallon drums and putting them on pressure plates and shit like that. Um, and the physics are fine, but they, they don't work as well as they should. And your character has like the throwing arm strength of a newborn. So sometimes you need to have, have it sitting on a pressure plate take a few steps back and throw something on it. So it knocks it off and it just is not made very easy when, yeah, you can't throw anything past like two feet in front of you. Um, as you go on, you do run into like a, you do run into a villain that actively roams the area, but they're very set on rails and they'll only really pursue you if you walk direct, like their, their vision is dreadful. Um, and even if they do run after you, it's really not a big issue. You just kind of run away for five seconds and then they kind of just leave you alone. Um, the, the biggest positive is the overarching story. Like there's, there's little bits and pieces about the town of, um, Dormont, which is the town that you're in. Um, you get the feeling that the, yeah, Dormat, you get the feeling that the, the people that are living there are pretty morally gray um, and you read a lot of notes and journal entries because that's how you, you get the story. There aren't really many other NPCs or anything um, that kind of document what's happened in the town. Um, and at the end of each location, there's a, a person that's awaiting judgment. I won't say why you're the one judging because that kind of spoils things. Um, but you go, yeah, you go around the level and you kind of figure out what this person has done and why they've done it and you have to judge whether they should be punished for it or forgiven. Um, some of them are real easy. Like the first one you run into is a kid that bullied a girl at school, and he has been acting out because of a few family trauma issues. Um, so that one's pretty easy. You know, it's a, a, a kid that's having troubles. So you probably wouldn't want to punish him for, for that. It's, it, it alludes that you either send them to hell or heaven. Um, so yeah, that would be a bit rough. Uh, but others are a little bit more morally gray. Um, so that kind of challenges you in that aspect. Um, and that changes how the game goes from there. Uh, but the real, the, the underlying story of Edward, the protagonist is actually really intriguing. Like the, the rest of the game is pretty rough. Um, but the writing for, for his story is pretty spot on. Like the, the reason that I feel like I should keep going back to the game is to figure out how his story ends. And they, they sprinkle in just enough intrigue into it to, to keep you hooked. Um, so if you're not too interested in all of the side characters and the, the town itself, his story is, is definitely worth, 
exploring. But yeah, the the game itself is littered with technical issues, though. Like the like I said, the puzzles not working to pretty shoddy frame rate. It's it's a bit of a slog, and the AI for the the roaming villain is is pretty rubbish as well. Um, but it is yeah, it's a story based thriller, and the story is is pretty solid. So it's not a huge price tag. So. If you're into if you're into that sort of thing, it's yeah, it's solidly okay. I was I was really keen on it leading up to to release, and I think ultimately I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, but yeah, the story's enough to get me through it, though. So yeah, I've played the preview. Kieran, you never played the preview, did you? No, I didn't end up playing it. Mm, so I was pretty keen after I played it. Um, I really liked the, uh, I guess the people who lurk in the darkness. I, th- I thought they were actually quite creepy. At they times. they are for maybe twenty minutes, and then after mm. that, they just kind of become part of part the of scenery. The, like they, adventure. yeah, they they really don't pose much of a threat. Like turning on a light switch, usually just, just gets rid of them, and then that's yeah. it. There's no more interaction. Um, so yeah, it's more or less you're just walking through, and you can see them in the distance. And that's about it. Um, initially, they're they're really creepy. Like when you first come across them, um, mm. and they they're completely unmoving. They just stand there and kind of you can see them breathing, but they don't move towards you or anything. Um, so they're very unsettling to begin with. But yeah, they they lose that pretty quickly. So does the story touch on uh, who they are, or like, or like where they're from? what they are um it alludes to it but it doesn't actively okay. like it leaves a little bit to interpretation um but yeah you get the idea that the the town is being judged i suppose okay. in some divine sense um so yeah the, the preview you know the right so i guess it's probably the first half an hour mm. you know the like the gas station i think it's where yes. you first enter yeah that's pretty much where the the preview finished cool yeah um so yeah. See, giving giving that slice is is great because you you do that little bit of interaction with going to the the other dimension and affecting things in the mm. in the real world, but that it gets old really really quick. Um, I, I guess the fact that it's short helps a bit. It it does. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of going back and forth, um, and it never really changes. It's just kind of walk around until you find the object you need, which always is glowing green. So it stands out mm. massively. Um, but yeah, the, the further you get there are late in later in the game, there are moments where you kind of go in and out bet- between these dimensions without going through the door. And you kind of have to na- navigate between both of them at the same time. And it's a gigantic pain in the ass. Nice. I do have one question. It's it's not so much just for you, but it's just like a general sort of question. Right. Why do video games let you throw a whole bunch of random fucking objects for no reason whatsoever? I've never it's, understood that. It's yeah, it gets in so, the way in because you can go into game. that hotel room and basically just fucking throw everything like against against the wall. Yeah, it's and it's like why? Why am I throwing buckets? The issue that I have with this game in particular, with interactable objects, is draws. Um, 
so for the most part, you need to open drawers to find like pieces of paper or keys or, you know, items like that. But it's very selective as to when you can do that. So there are certain filing cabinets that you know that you can open, but then in the next level, you can't interact with them, but you can interact with like a cupboard that you couldn't in the last. It's just, yeah, it's a weird inconsistency that kind of gave me the shits that really isn't a big deal. Um, but yeah, it was just irritating. Cool. So if, if you had to give us a, a, a score right now, I'm going to have a guess and say it's about a 6.5 or a 6. It's, yeah, it's sitting around a 6. It was it was a little bit lower, but the the, uh, the further you get in the game, the, the more the story kind of picks up, the better it does get, yeah. Cool. Uh... All right, How much well, is it, Adam? I think I could be wrong, but I think it's around forty bucks. Okay, that sounds. Is, is that expensive? I don't know anymore. I don't know what what is expensive and what isn't. I'm pretty sure it was around thirty or forty bucks. See, thirty and forty is different. If well, you say to me that's thirty, well, yeah, like I go, okay, that sounds like it's a fair price. But if you go, that's forty, I go, oh, yeah, that's a bit expensive, mate. Ten bucks difference really hits you hard, doesn't it? Yeah, it does actually. My every dollar counts in this uh, COVID times, mate. I'll find That's... out and I'll let you know. Let me give it some googling. Uh, it's out today. No, it's not out today. Nah, still a couple of days. Twenty eighth. So on the 29th of twenty ninth of May. Uh, Jordan, lucky last in the reviews. Yeah. Come out of your dungeon, mate. Don't tell me what to do. Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Also, I've just published uh, Adam's Quantic Dream news. I on, saw uh, that. I saw the. How tag good is that? Yeah, that's you, a great tagline. How is it? Ah, uh, it's so Quant- good. Fucking Quantic, Quantic Steam. <laughs> good. All <laughs> uh, right, I just want to give myself a pat on the back. Thanks, boys. Uh, all right, so let's go, to Jordan. Uh, yeah. What about me? Over you, mate. All right, no, <laughs> no. As, as, as I said when we started the podcast, I've been playing uh, Minecraft Dungeons. This is a little spin-off that I was quite keen for. Um, the the last spin-off that we had from Microsoft, which was Gears Tactics, kind of put me in a better mindset for this game. I was like, oh, you know, if we can get spin-offs like Gears Tactics now, I guess Minecraft Dungeons is in like a really good position. Um, boy, was I wrong. Uh, I was quite disappointed by Minecraft Dungeons. Like, I know it was a game positioned at a more child-friendly market, but yeah, I wasn't expecting to finish it in the night that I downloaded it. Like, it is incredibly short. And uh, yeah, I was uh, I had the bright idea of asking Adam if he was going to be here this week for the podcast, and he said yes, so... I gave him access to my account to download it he, and play it as he well. He got so down on one knee and everything. It was I really did, amazing. yeah. I, I actually, what I did is I printed out a, uh, the box art for the game. I got down <laughs> on one knee and wrapped it around his finger. Wow. Yeah. It was, really it was a real moment. And then, and then uh, you know, Key came in going, what the fuck are you doing here? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not here to social distancing laws. And I was like, listen, we're moving out. And then she's like, oh, like the game. I was like, no, we're actually moving out. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so many callbacks, my god <laughs> But, no, so for those that are unaware Minecraft Dungeons is like if Diablo, like the, the devil And um, and Minecraft, like, had sex and they had, like, a child that came In the form of a game 
uh it's basically that you know it, it takes a lot of the charm of minecraft with simplicity and um it translates it into the isometric arpg dungeon crawling genre uh in some manners it does it successfully in other manners it doesn't so it more or less sees you assume the roles of the hero and uh your job is to fight back against the arch illager which for those of you who don't play minecraft illagers are the people that come and pillage villages that's a lot of rhyming um so he's basically got this like big bad crystal that he's using to take over all the villages and you've got to fight back against him and uh yeah i feel like it's going to get to a point where i talk longer about this game than the actual game has content because uh there is not much uh, I think in main missions, I can count on my hand how many missions there are. So, that's not good. But in terms of gameplay, it's actually... Uh, did you play much of it, Adam? I played about an hour and a half of it. Oh, man, you were you were fanging for it, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I was so yeah. keen. But no, it's actually it's pretty okay in terms of gameplay. You know, it's got your Diablo-style gameplay with hordes of enemies coming at you. Um, it's a lot simpler, so you don't have to worry about all your stats and everything. Everything's tied to your gear, really, so your power is in the armor and weapons that you use. Um, and, yeah, there's basically, there's honestly not a whole lot to it. And what's really frustrating is, uh, there's advertisements for the DLC before release, which is, uh, annoying to see. Yeah, I noticed the, like, some of the outfits as you start the game you're scrolling through and it's like oh nope sorry these are locked behind a paywall it's like uh okay yeah if i had to sum it up in a short phrase i'd say a mobile game that's come out on other platforms because it just that's a bit that's a little rough isn't it it feels like a mobile game cop that yeah i don't know i mean i only played like i said i only played like maybe an hour and a half two two hours tops it's so charming though it absolutely it's like it's is. painfully charming. It is very charming, but it focuses it's it focuses so much on that immediate going, wow, this is cool. And it doesn't do anything to really back it up. Which is yeah. the frustrating part. Like there is a lot of charm to it. And you know, it, it does a lot of little things that respect what Minecraft is. Like when you fight Enderman in the game, when you get close to them, because they're based off of the Slender Man creepypasta. When you get close to them, the whole screen starts to get all staticky, and then they don't move until you actually look at them, and then they start attacking you. So you can use your advantage, but it's cool that they have those little things that adhere to the rules of Minecraft. Even like yeah, the simple things like the the skeletons always back away from you as yeah. they're firing arrows and stuff. Yeah, like there there are cool little things like that. But man, in terms of just the more and more I play the game, the less and less fond I was of it. I think I got to about 20 hours because once you beat the game, the game just goes, hey, play the exact same nine missions again. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, do it on a harder difficulty. And then he does that once and then you beat it on a harder difficulty. And then he asks you to do it again on a harder difficulty. And it's just, yeah, I don't think he understands properly what made games like Diablo and Path of Exile... And even Wilson, even though that's a technical disaster and I can't even get into the game anymore. Um, even like all those games, it doesn't properly understand what made those games good. And it doesn't mean, you know, 
min maxing everything or you know having looking at all these big numbers for your stats it's just those games understood what variation and pacing were and minecraft dungeons didn't and it is it is it fair to compare them though like i feel like it it is and it isn't so there are things that it should have learned from those games that it didn't but expecting a game like minecraft dungeons that was always pitched towards you know a younger market expecting it to be like a 40 to 50 hour game was never a fair comparison but three to four hours is not really a the, lot. yeah the length i i completely get like i feel like that is 100 percent fair yeah but i feel like the the whole idea is that it's kind of that entry level kids can play yeah. dungeon crawler and and, and to, i feel like to, to a degree like they nailed does that. That. to a degree it does that really well um it kind of gets I feel a like bit... if it had too much depth it would kind of muddy the whole the muddy the whole idea of yeah kids being able to jump into yeah. it and have that wide appeal. Yeah, for sure. It's just it it gets a little too shallow at some points. Only because mm. there were some points in the combat and you really feel this with mouse and keyboard is because the movement style is so restricted um where games like diablo and path of exile and stuff like that make up for it is the fact that you can quite easily defend yourself against enemies in any direction yeah you don't really get to do that as easily in minecraft dungeons and that's because you know you have your three relic items which are on generally a 30 second cooldown and if you're getting mobbed like you are in the higher difficulties for that game you just can't defend yourself from every direction even though it puts enemies in every direction yeah and you know even other things like say if you took like the the wizard class from diablo 3 they have a constant beam that they can do and just spin around to burn everything you don't really get that with minecraft dungeons the closest you have is dropping tnt at your feet and risk blowing yourself to smithereens to to clear everything and get out of there because you know you've got to constantly pull back the bow which is an annoying thing i found myself like on crossbows just because they'll auto fire but um so early I, game like the crossbow is insanely overpowered oh and <laughs> it yeah. is ridiculous uh, absolutely honestly even even late game it's pretty overpowered especially the, the ones that split off into three use most of the shotgun oh my god like they give you i within about 20 minutes of playing it i had 200 odd arrows and they were one-shotting most of the enemies in the earlier levels yeah it was yeah it was mental yeah it, it's a different i i the, the the difficulty climb is a weird one so it tries yep. to get you to go up smoothly as you go through the campaign over the course of three hours but there's no real real shift until you're forced to go into the actual higher difficulty tiers when you complete each campaign yeah which is uh well i'm not a fan of such stag staggered difficulty spikes like that but yeah if that's the way they want to do it that's the way they want to do it i guess and yeah, I, I guess the, the really frustrating part is they they took the whole difficulty grind part from Diablo 3, which is a good idea, you know. When I played Diablo 3, I loved going all the way to Torment 13 because, you know, I fucking love punching myself in the face. But um, <laughs> it like it looks at that and it understands that that difficulty is part of how, how Diablo had such player retention but mm. it doesn't look at it deep enough to understand why it worked. It just looks at it at face value and goes, we should implement something like that. And because everything else is stripped back, it really shows the problems with relying on a difficulty scale like that. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was. It's a bit of a shame. I was generous enough to give it a five, because uh, it's not all bad. You know, the general gameplay is pretty good. The keyboard and mouse controls are kind of shit. Um, I I did have some issues. I don't think Adam would have really encountered any because he only played for one and a half hours. <laughs> I trusted you, man. Um, but yeah, it it's it's at least I I appreciate them at least for trying something different. You know, it's it's one thing that I admire about Microsoft. Even if not all their spin-offs pan out as well as they had hoped, at least they're trying something different so not all their games are as predictable. So you said when you talked about Gears Tactics that they managed to kind of capture the feel of Gears in mm-hmm. a completely different format. I feel like they they did pretty... Like, obviously, it's it, a lot easier to do because Minecraft is a pretty has a pretty simple aesthetic, but I feel like they, they did pretty well porting it over to a dungeon crawler as well. Like they it def- did it feels... and they didn't. There's definitely a lot less of a focus on exploration than there is compared to the regular Minecraft. It was always oh, going to be hard to translate that though because, you know, you're basically translating the exploration of virtually a limitless world in yeah. terms of, you know, people's patience um, into what's supposed to be linear levels. Yeah. Uh, so that was always going to be a difficult thing, but I they could have spent a little more time in terms of like the actual map design just to reward that exploration a little better. And I think yeah. that also stems down to how limited the loot pool is because it's not a wide variety of items. Cool. Uh, we just kind of went silent there. <laughs> I completely tuned out. No, um... Jordan, yes. My question that I was going to ask you before we even started this, um, was because I was kind of interested in dungeons as like just like a chill dungeon crawler with you know none of the kind of hardcore stuff yep. of like the the big the big boys. Um, it's twenty five bucks on PSN. That seems pretty reasonable for like essentially what you get. I know you said I know you said like it's uh it's kind of there's not a lot of content um but what do you reckon for that specifically for that purpose of just something to like kick back and just smash well, out Well yeah that's what I did say in my review bucks. if you just want like a quick you know maybe just a day or two of fun maybe over the weekend it's definitely mm. something that you can look into um you know you don't have to worry about going through the high difficulty tiers um to get the most out of it if you just want to go through it the once and be like yeah i had fun playing a minecraft dungeon crawler you know there's a lot less you know i don't have to think about it as much because there's no number crunching you know i just get the loot that looks cooler or has big numbers and that's it i don't have to worry about min maxing then yeah absolutely it's it'll be a you know a fun little time for a few hours um cool but you know if people that want to go in expecting you know a hardcore experience they're just not going to get it so to, to that end, people that are like, oh, you know, I want a new Diablo or a new Path of Exile or anything like that, they just, you know, for those people, they're not going to get it. But in your case, it'll be perfectly fine. Sick. Very nice. Um, yeah, cool. Minecraft. We could. <laughs> don't, don't sound so enthused. <laughs> no, I love. No, I don't love it. You love boxes. Um, that's right, though. That's... Games don't have to always appeal to me. That's why I got my home fronts and you got your Minecrafts. And the world goes What about home craft and Minefront?
apart from my own front. Yeah, I like that. Anyway, um, shall we move on to, to some news, boys? Nah. Let's do it. No, okay. Uh, <clears throat> where to kick off? Let's go. All right, let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind a week. Let's bring it back. Bring it back to the ghost. Yep. To, let's talk quickly uh, about Ghost of Tsushima's gameplay from two weeks ago, Nila. Almost. Mm. Yep, yeah. it was the 15th. Yeah, okay. So we'll talk very, very, very quickly about it because we did go oh, on. It doesn't, it doesn't have well, to be We spent quick. so on, long on it last time. All right, really, boys, really come on. Good Jesus. That was really good. Yeah, it's because like, all the Ghost right of Tsushima here. fans Imagine were there last week. Imagine if you were a big oh. fan and you got in on that big, juicy chat we had. Yeah. We oh. should just cut that part of the podcast and just place it in this you know, podcast. I'm pretty sure like that part was fine, so I could just do that. Can you do that? Yeah, I call three. And then we'll just can go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, let's do that. So for people listening at home, this is going to sound actually no. Yeah, we we could do that. You know, just introduce it. Yeah. So last week we how about how about Sashima? How about gameplay? We 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 added in, and then at the end we'll we'll ask we'll ask Adam his thoughts after. How about how about? Yeah, I was going to do that. Sorry, I was just copying you saying. How about? Wow, rude. I'm not going to edit it this time. How about? <laughs> um, yeah, so last week we spoke quite in depth about Ghost of Tsushima's gameplay uh, video, the state of play that was yeah on the 15th, as we've said. We'll cut in that bit of the podcast from last week, so you will get a little bit of Dylan in there, just to spice up your week I, a little I bit I promise more. he doesn't say anything that I have to censor. Um, but, what a so you can hear that... <laughs> Now, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, boy. Got a 20-minute-ish... Vi- 18-minute, uh, thank you very uh, much. 18-minute um, uh, video about um, features, world, gameplay, uh, different styles and, and all that uh, in the PlayStation's state of play. Uh, Jordan, you've... You wrote this up on the website. Uh, I watched this right before we uh, did the podcast. And I, everyone else has seen you this. Betcha, Dylan. He hasn't seen anything. Um, he's also a ghost. The ghost of WA. <laughs> ghost of where's he from? Ghost of Perth, Sheba. What's that town he's from in Perth? Don't know. Cool. Do they even have towns in No, Perth? it's just Perth. No. Canningvale, yeah, yeah, Dard, 6155, here we go. Ghost of Canningvale. Ghost of Canningvale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, no, did you watch the ghost of... Be a, a did you, did you watch the ghost of Tsushima? Yes, I did. Uh, oh, you did? Cool, sweet. All right, let's, um, let's talk about it. What do we think? What are our first impressions after seeing this? I, I'm keen now. Uh, I, everyone's like... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen. <laughs> Okay, who was keen? I think we were all keen before, yeah? I'm, no, I wasn't. I'm more keen now. Okay. For weird reasons. I think I'm the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you see that fox, what? dude? Holy shit. Yeah. Do you hate foxes? I th- they, should no, use tress, they should use tress effects <laughs> on the fox. Why? What, what um, makes you less keen? Because I think it might almost be for the same reasons that I'm more keen. Maybe. So, we hadn't really seen a lot of 
gameplay previous to yeah. this. Well, we had, but it, it looked very... Um, it's very controlled. Like, yeah, you know, very... It was, it was very the, Xbox Series X gameplay premiere. Yep. Oh. After watching this, I was like, hey, this looks like Samurai Assassin's Creed mm. with like a touch bit of Rise in it, maybe, for like those oh, cinematic Shout finishes. out to Rise. <laughs> How good's Rise? I love Rise. Why yeah. Like in any opportunity to talk about Rise. Um, yeah. Samurai. That's what it should be called. <laughs> <laughs> Son of Tsushima. Um, oh I did. My God. <laughs> that has to be. Yeah, Samurai. Some yeah, sort Samurai. Of like, Son um, of Tsushima. Make it the title, Jordan. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah. I was, so... I was gonna. I was gonna call it Saints Roki, but you know. Whatever. Oh, that's good too. I like, I do like that. It's good too. Um. Imagine. No, that's not imagine. That's like not a mix of Saints Row. Um, <laughs> Saints Row the Tsushima. Now I'm lost. But yeah, so having watched that, having watched that gameplay video, it just looked, yeah, a lot just like an Assassin's Creed game. I mean, I mean, it's probably it's probably bad of me to think that way. Seeing, hey, open world, it's got to be Assassin's Creed. But yeah, like the way, just with the horses and just the um, the HUDs and stuff like that, and like the menus and the way it all kind of worked, and it just looked. Yeah. See, just look like another open world game. See, I am excited because it looks like another open world game. Mm, and it yeah. looks like an Assassin's Creed game because I was worried that it was going to be like this fucking super high concept, like Souls-like kind of just like experiment, not experimental, but just like very kind of like a hybrid kind of thing. Yeah, and very sort of immersive kind of cinematic stuff as well, but it it just looks oh, like uh, super Assassin's Creedy, and I've wanted you know everyone's wanted feudal Japan Assassin's Creed for ages, so yeah, someone better yeah, than Ubisoft it. is doing it. So that's fucking win in my book. Shout out yeah, to looks, Sucker Punch. Yeah, boy. I am. If anyone can do it, yes, Sucker Punch, Big Ubi. No, I am. Um, big Big Yeves, Yeves, <laughs> Gilmore, Tsushima. Um, that's it. That's, that's the new title. I am keen though. Like I'm keen for this game. Uh, I just, I'm He's just less keen. I'm less keen. It's like right. Assassin's I'm, Creed I'm, intent you. How can I'm you not be keen? So, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It just felt like it looks fucking cool. Um, there, there were parts of it I didn't quite understand. I probably wasn't paying that much attention at the first part where you, you follow the wind. Um, <laughs> That's the I best part because quite. they were all like, oh, we're doing away with waypoints and the game's going to be super immersive and you have to like realistically yeah, use the wind. environment and it's like, no, I can just summon wind. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Like, and there's, yeah. Um, I mean, I can summon wind I mean, in real life, but it's... Yeah, no. <laughs> people usually go the opposite direction, not the one I want them to go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it definitely looks cool. It looks very pretty as well. Um, yep. You look very pretty. Thank you. Uh, and the gameplay looks... You know, it does look very cool. But yeah, it just, I don't know, maybe it's my own expect. I, I expected something different and maybe it just can't be different. Maybe it's just going to be an, an open world game. Because uh, like you said, if it if it, they don't, if they make it trying to be different, it comes across as just a bit shit. Um, Jordan, you are having played Sekiro. Having seen mm. that this is probably a little bit more dumbed down gameplay wise, 
from you know that sort of the Souls like gameplay. How does that make you feel? I'm fine to be honest. Not every game needs to be you know Souls like or Sekiro kind of gameplay. The only uh, part that got me a bit concerned is they showed the uh, that like Mongol camps that you take down, and just worried that the map's going to be filled with them. There's just going to be no waypoints for them. So, mm, it seems very Far Cry in that aspect. Of... Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I loved everything else they showed. Like, we, we joke about the guiding winds, but it is cool that, like, you can, instead of there being an arrow pointing to where you go, you look. You can look at, like, the trees and the foliage and the grass and stuff to, to guide you where you want to mm. go, which doesn't which doesn't intrude on what you're doing. And, you know, the fact that there will be, like, little telltales for specific, you know, little missions or quests, like, you know, as they showed... Um, Jin going through the field on his horse and then a bird guided him to another person where he, you know, went down this this lane that had a bunch of um, lights on it and stuff. Do you, I really like that environmental guiding, so I'm really keen for that. Do you worry that that's like, also going to be like... Because I feel like other games that have attempted that, it's like, oh, look, you know, follow this animal, you know, and it's kind of a natural way for you to find yeah. this thing. And then you play the game and it's like, there's like 50 of them. It's like yeah, oh, by that, the that by the fiftieth, like fox, you fucking followed into a forest. You know what to expect, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, that that is definitely a concern. I'm hoping they do it with like the Breath of the Wild route, where it's a little more refreshed and imaginative. Where you know there are similar telltale things, but they can be remarkably different as to what they lead mm. you to. Yeah, right. But uh, it, like it, it'd be cool if it was that in depth. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was pretty surface level stuff. <laughs> Someone left. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's, that was, yeah, uh, I mean, those sort of <laughs> things... That's had enough. Um, they, yeah, they, when they're... Those little uh, uniqueness things, or if one don't know what the word to use, but um, they can become... They're quite cool when they're seldom used, but when they're there so frequently, they can become pretty sort of annoying yeah. and repetitive, and you're like... Oh, like, yeah, I just want to kill this fox now, kind of thing. Yeah, and the fact Maybe. the fact that it's like a leading feature in the first gameplay thing says that it's yeah. probably quite see. prevalent. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't. Know, we'll uh, see how that plays out. Um, on that Sekiro comparison, though, Jordan, I think like watching that that game feels closer to that samurai sword training thing we did than Sekiro does. Like I, um, I like I, I feel like they they I feel like they both are in a very different. Like sense. Sekiro's got the technique, but it's also very like high fantasy kind of like you know you spend hours yeah, like whittling Se- away at health bar versus like one hit kills. Yeah, Sekiro is more about like the the dance that can be the sword fighting. Yeah, whereas the uh, the like Ghost of Tsushima looks about like the the deadly precision and the elegance that there is. Yeah, in there. um, I like that um, aspect. Th- there was. There was one part in the in the trailer that um, I don't know if it, if concerned me was the right word, but when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, that that's cool." But then um, I guess there's no real way to to have this mechanic without it being this. But when Jin blocks one of the arrows, like he's, you know, he gets shot at and he blocks the arrow. But then there was a point in the trailer where you can see whoever's playing the game is there's like a there's obviously like an like a audio cue that he's about to shoot and he just holds that it's almost like he holds the block button for like a t- like a touch too long 
and just watching it just it feels like again like this is something that can just become a bit annoying um yeah no, i can see that um because you kind of have to rather than focus on like the sword fighting you have to worry about people just yeah um and those little cues while they're handy that i think they can also sort of again they can make that sort of stuff just a bit annoying it's, um, a, yeah, it's about it, getting a balance yeah because it takes away the sort of um you know the randomness or surprise of it all yeah right um, but yeah that's yeah little things i mean i've played on him mate like i've had the best of the best when it comes to samurai <laughs> game, so <laughs> mm. yeah um, but yeah i will say that the uh the music when he's uh, moving around sounded awesome but I'm really keen to try it without the music, just to like hear the environment, yeah. and, like, all the wind going by, and everything. It does. The presentation um, is <clears throat> fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it looks very. Yeah, cool. it, it absolutely looks, looks very is. Um, do you know what engine it's running? I think it's the same engine as Infamous. Uh, yeah, I think so. Wild. I don't know what that's called, but shout out to Delson sure. Rowe. <laughs> Who's that? See that game still. The looks dude good. from in from oh, the character. What? I I just looked it up and apparently it's UE five. No, it's not. Spicy. Nah, no, no, it's not. not. Like oh, no, no, they, no, didn't, no, they no. hadn't announced it. No, this person's just written their headline on. Like, the future is now, Jordan. What are you reading headlines <laughs> off of? UE six. It's all happening. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Surely it's like RE engine, like the best engine going around. Shout outs. I do like the RE engine. It is good. How good. Uh, their engine is called Spackle. Someone should. Is it? That's a terrible <laughs> engine. It's yeah, an acronym. Battle. Uh, what did you guys think of the Japanese voiceover tracks? Are you gonna rock with those? That's yeah, dope. I didn't even see. Them. I didn't even think about that because I, I, like looking at the game. I've always kind of associated it with Japan, and then dissociated it mm. from the fact that Sucker Punch uh american yeah. so i did mm. i kind of wasn't expecting english language stupidly enough um so to know like knowing that there's a japanese option is cool because i have one quick question mm. for people when you when they did when they were showing off that japanese voiceover i mean it could purely just been the the video were the subtitles too small you know, <laughs> was the is is the game uh no that, that's wrong is the motion capture based upon Japanese voices because to me it looked like the, the lip syncing was a bit off right yeah I mean, and, that, and that could be purely just because you know the YouTube video or whatever um, it's a it good question looked a touch, looked, just looked a touch off so maybe the the motion capture is based on English so that's why I think watching, watching it it did have that you would you would think that they would have mo like have animated for both because it's not like mm. it's a like a localization like dub it's like part of the no. game yeah so you, you would think so you would think that they have yeah. lip syncing for both but it'd be weird if they didn't I mean a lot of games do struggle to get lip syncing right so yeah you know, it's not uh, I mean I think the the only ones I can think of that really get it right are you know, most sort of big, big exclusive sort of games and like The Order had like, shout outs to The Order, <laughs> had really good uh, you know. lip syncing and, you know, Uncharted and, and that. 5. 
um, you know, all those big AAA games. But yeah, just looked at touch. Yeah, and I was like, oh, should I bring that up or are they going to call me a boomer again? But yeah, um, you're a boomer. You're a boomer still. But yeah, regardless. have a have boomer. a look at that part where they talk about it if you get a chance, uh, and just see if it's just me. Um, it's probably just yeah. me. you're a boomer. <laughs> Let's just disregard it. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what what about the film grain? That's fine. The black and white. Yeah, I'm into all the... that stuff. It's not something I'd use like playing it the first time, because no. I feel like taking away visibility is probably a bad idea for the first time you're playing something. But it is cool. Yeah, and that game looks looks colorful in in areas. It's a really cool color palette. It's very muted. Yeah. Like it suits obviously the the atmosphere and the the setting mm. and stuff. I quite I quite like it. It reminds me of no, Death Stranding, actually. Yeah, no. Um, I wasn't keen at all up until this. Okay, so why why weren't you keen at all? I don't know. I think like I think I was to a degree. I was keen purely because it was a Sony first party exclusive, and I'm always interested in those. And then you remember Days Gone. Yeah, I I mean, I think I don't know. (laughs) I feel like that somehow might have played a role, but like. Really? I don't know. I did. I, I hadn't really, to be fair, I hadn't really invested any time into like, you know, looking up stuff on the game or anything. It just didn't really, um, you know, it just wasn't something that was, you know, I was actively seeking out, I guess. But after watching the actual, um, the show, I guess you, you could call it the state of play show. Um, it, it gave me, despite having not played much of the game, a lot of, um, breath of the wild sort of vibes that was the first thing i went to and it was kind of giving off the vibe of like a a sony uh zelda-esque sort of yeah game which was rolling green like, fields are definitely like reminiscent yeah i'm not kidding anymore. yeah and i mean like i know a lot of zelda <laughs> fans will be you know after something that you know scratches the itch to the to a similar degree and i feel like sony is like you know, sucker punch even mm. are a team capable of you know doing something t- to that level. So from you know from that standpoint of wanting something that that's Zelda ish but a little bit more mature and um, narrative heavy, I guess um, was what made it yeah more attractive to me overall. So I will be getting it you know relatively close to release day, if not release day now, just after having seen that because it just it just looks like something that I'd be you know more than happy to sink. A decent amount of time into yeah fuck yeah have they announced how, how long it is don't think so no no it's longer than the order if you had to most games are <laughs> well that's exactly okay. happy no uh if you had to ha- have a guess sweepstakes how long are we gonna say i'll say 30 to 40 hours. yeah that's oh, the sort of vibe i get yeah there. it wouldn't be much shorter than that yeah 25 to 30 Block it in. Uh, cool. Let's let's move on. Oh, just another quick ghost news. Uh, the file size has been revealed, and it's going to come in at fifty GBs. Um, Bit of a non-issue, you'd think. With a potentially maybe big day one patch. Who knows? Um, I, don't, I don't think it's gone gold yet. So, mm. still a bit of time. It's promising uh, though right. that it's not it's got, what, two fucking months, dual basically. disc like everything else recently. Fair. Dude, the latest Call of Duty Modern Warfare patch is 30 gigabytes. Oh, that's, 
Dude, Modern Warfare is just Why? Oh, I don't know what they're doing, mate. I could... They don't know what they're doing by the looks of it. Mate, these next-gen consoles... And we're back a little bit. Uh, so before we close that topic, Adam, what do you want to add to the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay discussion? Um, that you've totally just heard. Yeah, I just heard that. Jeez, that was a that was a great chat, boys. That was excellent. <laughs> no, sounded was, great. I feel like um, we should have planned this better, and I should have just snipped that and have. sent it to him so he could at least hear what I said. <laughs> but hindsight's twenty twenty. It's it. Hindsight's so this year. Um, I'm just glad that the basis of that feature that I wrote about the game not having traditional waypoints was correct and not just old information that Game Informer decided to release. Um, I think overall, I just love that. It was actually a PlayStation Australia, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it PlayStation Magazine? I thought it was... I thought it was no, US Game sure was, Anyway. Pretty sure it was PlayStation. Shout out. Wow. Some the, fan you are. Shout outs to big... All right, mate. Fuck ups. Um, overall, the the gameplay was obviously great, but I just love that the the idea that the, the island is trying to help you, like with the, the guiding winds and the animals leading you to shrines and to people who are needing help i just love yeah that the the idea of the island itself trying to help you fight back against the mongols i think is excellent and i love all is that because the... you don't like the mongols or yeah hate them hot take hate all so cyber when you played age of empires 2 what uh group were you didn't play Age of Empires 2? How dare you get off Do you face. even game, bro? Come on, mate. Jesus. Do you even, do you even game? I was Fuck the Persians, by the way. Shout outs. Nice. Good on you. Yeah, mate. Um, and I love all the inspiration from samurai cinema. Like the the filter that makes it all black and white and, and grainy, I think, is, is excellent. I love that when you're in combat and you can stab a guy straight through the chest, but he'll take like a good 10 seconds before he finally hits the ground to die. Like he falls to his knees and then all of that, the, all of the drama that goes into that, I think is, is excellent. And I think it, it really seems to, to nail that feel. Like it's, it reminds me of the, the movie hero in the, the combat and how, how dramatic it is. And yep, I think it looks absolutely schmick. I'm very, very keen. I also read... I was going to do a, another news piece on it, but I've, I figure I've been pumping those out a bit too frequently lately, that there's a button prompt that you can flick the blood off of your sword before you sheath it after combat. And I think that's excellent. What a time. It's a rip-off of Onichambara. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I knew was. you'd like that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, is that some anime? <laughs> God. <laughs> Bloody um, hell, Kieran. So, Adam, so Literally. last week I sort of played a little bit of Devil's Advocate a tiny bit. Of course you bloody um, did. You know, just, just to spice it up a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm still keen, but I admitted that I was a little bit less keen now after seeing that because even though it looks very cool, it just looks a little bit like uh, like an Ubisoft sort of open-world yeah. samurai Have we all game, agreed? Which, you know, 
Um, and you know, not that that's a bad thing, but I kind of you, uh, you, I think maybe I expected because it it's like, like a, a Sony first-party game. I expected some some sort of new take on samurai games. But um, what do you say to that, Matt? Uh, fuck yourself. Nah, look, <laughs> fair enough. I uh, I I get that. Um, I think maybe my expectations were just not quite the same as yours. Like I did, I didn't expect it to be anything massively groundbreaking. Um, cause yeah, I, I read a, someone else's opinion piece that saying that they expected it to be something massively groundbreaking. And then after the, the trailer, they just kind of saw it as Assassin's Creed Japan. Mm. Um, but nah, honestly, from the, the different bits and pieces that they've shown, I think it will be distinct enough to, to hold my attention. I, yeah, see, it, it, sorry. Sorry, no, you go. You're right. I was just going to say, in the discussion that you totally, definitely just heard, Yeah. Um, my right, counter-argument right. to that was basically that I was worried that they were going for something really groundbreaking and high concept, and I, all I wanted was Assassin's Creed Japan. Yeah. Mm. And now yeah. I'm, so now I'm more keen for the game than ever. Yeah. 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 I honestly wouldn't want them to be chucking in like as many features as possible. So it set itself apart from every game ever. I'd much prefer them to have some core values that they do really well um, and really nail that rather than just have too many ingredients and none of them mesh. Also, Zach, you know um, how you said that you're expecting a bit more because it's a Sony first party game. Mm. I know it's not exactly a first party game, but I mean, Spider-Man, oh. that was a big, big PlayStation title. Didn't play it. Shout out. Practically a Ubisoft got, game, but got a copy too. Is it? Yeah, it's just got good. I really like Spider-Man. It's just, I'm not it's really just a got a, It's dude, got man. really good writing for the story, but the general open world design is just Ubisoft. You know how I like my superheroes? Like I like my well-played writers covered in purple spandex, mate. Jesus Christ! Phantom baby, shout out. Billy you Zane. Like, you like them irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly, um, you sent me that Kickstarter for the Phantom game. The yeah, mate, you game. gave you gave me a fat like, so you really you were real keen I'm, on it. I nearly, um, I nearly backed it. What stopped you? Just didn't want to. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> I was going to, but you, then I thought you can't no, really complain against that one. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I just thought for what it was going to cost, I was like, yeah, nah. How much was it? I didn't even look. Uh, I don't remember, but I remember going. Yeah, it's, I probably don't like card games enough uh, for to sort of to sort of. I'm gonna have a quick look now, no, see if fair, it's still going. Fair. What if Homefront um, was a card game? There's three days to go. It's still, bulk still time, mate. Yeah, so it is 295 Swedish dollars, which is 47 bucks. So plus shipping, 47 is like, not that bad. Yeah, but like I don't, mate. Who the fuck am I going to play the Phantom card game with, mate? Yeah. That, he doesn't like have friends, let alone games. friends that likes the Phantom. <laughs> that's it, mate. I got Resident the RE2 board games off Kickstarter at the beginning of like last year. And I haven't even opened them out of the plastic yet. Jesus, what a sad thing. You with sadness. board games is like Dylan with video games. So, I was like, you know, I could collect it and just say, give it to my grandkids or something. Be like, hey, this is what's left in your will. You'd sell it spent, off before then. Don't be stupid. Spent the rest on copies of the order. So I was, um, 
yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. It looks cool. I'm keen. Like, I'm, I'm still very keen, but uh, oh. right, I think I, I was just expecting different. I also read an interview with, I can't remember, one of the, the devs that said that they really wanted to include one of the, like, the solo duels. Like, they, they kind of, they showed it very, very loosely in, when they were talking about the, um, the different filters, like the, the film mode. Um, but you'll have one in one on encounters with other skilled sword masters throughout the game that are apparently going to be really challenging and, and very cinematic. Um, so I'm keen to, I'm keen to see what that looks like. Hot. All right, let's move on from ghost. Oh, maybe you could like, uh, Kieran, you could mesh like your ghost with a uh, ghost of old mate with your, uh, us leaf thoughts. Ghost of us leaf thoughts. Nah. Ghost of. I'll come up with a new one for ghost. Dot shame or something. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no good. Get rid of that. Oh yeah. For context. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, us leaf, us leaf thoughts. No, it was, uh, hot leaf sluts. Uh, I, I t- I used two L's that wasn't. I, that doesn't work so i had to change it i mean still yeah. gold the, that's how i got to us leaf thoughts which i you, mean that clicker is yeah that's hot. that's golden she's um is that is that you gonna need be to the know, podcast image this week i think it's i think it's gonna be <laughs> <podcast> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> just so just so you know that that clicker image uh i got the bedroom eyes and the tongue from my little pony fan art <laughs> oh, oh wow <laughs> that that makes me feel a bit ill. I love it. Fuck. Uh, did you at least get it from Tumblr? No, I just Googled My Little Pony fan art. Oh, Jesus. So, like, you know how My Little Pony fans are called bronies? What do you call clicker fans? Clonies. Nah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, all right. Next bit of news. Um... <laughs> Wow, I'm not sure if I can recover from that. Uh, Paper Mario. Did we speak about this last week? Yeah, that, I don't know. The next two, I don't know why they're there. Yeah, Paper Mario's coming out. Sweet. Paper Mario, do, I, do ran, I raved just, about like, that. If, if there's I'm enough there, do you want to just add in the, our discussion? Sure. Right. If there's any weird like cut between Adam and Dylan and voices and whatnot, it's because we're cutting in last it, week. It also leaves the potential for this to be an absolutely massive podcast this week. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Everyone... It's coming up to Christmas. <laughs> End of financial year. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I had a thing of reason and it wasn't good. Uh, yeah, Unreal PS5. Maybe we'll, we'll cut that in because, again, that was a pretty good topic. Yeah. So, okay. How do I phrase this? The demo that we saw, mm. the showcase that we saw, that looks like a fairly well done... Um, uh, like a like a very well designed Sh- showcase, game I guess. Or, you know. Yeah. 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 How is this setting unfair expectations early on for what games will look like? Because if you go, if you go back to, I guess the Xbox um, showcase yep. a, a week ago, a lot of those games that we saw, I mean, they're mostly cinematic, but. Some of the ones like Vampire, which has copped a bit of a flack mm. for looking pretty dated. Yep. Um, there's still going to be a lot of those games that are, you know, that are both cross-gen, so they're going to be 
you know, they're not going to have these superpowers that PlayStation is sort of showing off. Well, but, um, so like, Tim like, Sweeney well, of Epic has chimed in and said that this demo, it is something that will work just fine on the Xbox Series X and games, uh, it, both consoles can leverage the benefits of um, all the updates that UE5 has. Yep. Just uh, the PlayStation has a bit an extra bit of an extra benefit with the higher um, the memory bandwidth of its of its yeah of its memory yeah. and its SSD, um, but it, like the thing that we really have to take away from this is yes it does look great yes it is tech demo games will look like that eventually mm. not as the generation starts developers need to learn how to use this tech first. Because we're looking at a showcase from people that have spent years developing this technology yeah. and understand exactly, exactly how to use yep. it. Yeah, and obviously, like you would, you know, you you would think that a game that fully utilizes this new technology, like, would have only just started development or not even started development. Exactly. Yet. Like, yeah, it's not a lot like of those games, games are already on using the it. Xbox showcase. Sorry, um, would have been games you know made or begun a couple of years ago. Yeah, got hardware now yep. is still you know, what they were yeah. running on, I guess, per se. But, yeah. But it's... Okay, so so that that question wasn't meant to be a, hey, PS5 versus, versus no, Xbox. I get what you mean. No, though, no, no, I, I understand, yeah. I was just trying to clarify all that. Is this, yeah, it was just more like, is this setting... Because, um, like, you know, PS5, like, they haven't shown anything for yeah. from what to expect yet. Uh, oh, no, we did see that little tiny tidbit of... um. Uh, what's the game that they announced for PS5? Greed, Greed mm, uh, Godfall. Godfall, yep. Yeah. Um, Godfrost. <laughs> Godfrost. Shout out to Godfrost. That should be a beer. That should be our beer name. The official beer of well played. Godfrost. <laughs> yeah. Um, better than no, no, no. God Gush. No, no, no. Short Frost. Um, Shout outs to Gush Frost. Fuck it up. Throgmorton, oh. star of Monkey Island. Oh. Throgmorton Pale Ale. We should drink that. <laughs> Froth Morton. Oh, yeah. I drink that. Yeah. Froth Morton. There we go. <laughs> we got there. Um, what was no. that? He's forgotten. He's had too many Froth uh, Big but, titty um, Froth girlfriend. Yeah, it was more just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, is this sort of unfair? Because, you know, they've, they've highlighted that it's PS5. <laughs> showcase but you know the amount of detail and stuff in these in this tech demo is, yeah. is insane uh i feel like uh, and there was a very good tweet uh i can't remember who it was by but, but it just basically said good luck to any developer or studio or something that can get this much detail or something in their ps5 game or, or, yeah. or, or something like that or the next gen yeah game or something. i mean obviously it all comes down to like uh the bit like the the man hours involved in making yeah mm. i i think a good example would actually be crisis the original one that game had a lot of new techniques in terms of lighting and shadows and, and textures and stuff like that that we had never seen before and a lot of people in this space were like games are never going to be able to do this um you know good luck to anyone that can even try to do this um the fact that CryEngine was built for a future that never came didn't help but um you know, every game that we play now adapted all those techniques that Crisis yeah. used. And so I can imagine that, you know, it won't be immediate, like I said before, but games will be adapting all this um all this all these techniques that this uh that this demo uses. It's just a matter of you have to give developers time. Yeah. You know, and mm. I don't think it's unfair. 
I think it's just it's it's not it's no, not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's going to be like entirely. It's not going to be entirely indicative of of all games, you know, coming out in the future. You know, like you're going to have games come out on the PS5 yeah. that look like fucking PS3 games. You know, like it's gonna there's there's oh. there's variety. So. What's that? Your My game, game like days gone too. <laughs> My game is low poly. <laughs> um, currently runs at 180 frames, so it's all good. But um, no, I mean I'm poly. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean, like I think, yeah, it's it's showing what can be done, but I don't think it's unfair. I don't think it's going to end up like something where it's been shown and we never get close. I think we might get close, but obviously, like. Um, one of you mentioned earlier, it's not, it's been, it's something fully catered and developed by the team that understand the capabilities and the, you know, the use of that sort of engine. Yeah. So they, they're obviously going to be able to get the, the best out of it because they made it. So, yeah, it, it's like expecting every game on the Switch to look and run as nicely as Super Mario Odyssey. It's just not going to no. happen. It was, it, it was just more that this is, um, uh, like our first, uh, like first look at like PS5 games. Right, so it's like kind of hard like, not know. to expect anything other than what you've been shown. Yeah, it was just like, hey, this was our first real big good look at what we're gonna get from the PS5 because yeah. you know their old mate buddy Timmy is buddy mm. whacking off about how you know how good PS5 SSD is and all yeah. that yeah. stuff and. And this is what we've seen now, for the, you know, for the, you know, we haven't seen anything. And else now they're going to so show off what... like the actual games, and everyone's going to be like, like, this yeah. Look like shit. So th- that was sort of all I sort of. Meant and I mean, that's that. that's on Sony uh, for not showing anything yet. But they've I had think. they've had very weird marketing. This, this it game. is also it's like, yeah, rare. it's basically a, a fucking it's it's a demo for Unreal. Yeah, that's just ha- and, like, just happens just, to be like, running it's just on a PS5. Got PS5 branding. Yeah. Mm. So, but they've still, you know, Sony have still allowed that to, I guess, you know, that deal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I think that they they said they've worked with Sony. Yeah, it's good for them too. Quite a bit. All right, question for you guys here then, probably more so for Jordan and mm-hmm. Dylan, probably more for Dylan than yeah. Jordan, but maybe a little bit Karen. We'll find out. <laughs> so um, everyone, every time you do one of those, it's everyone but you. Yeah, well, because I'm asking the question. Cool. So, uh, hmm. Adam, do you have any thoughts on Unreal PS5 footage? Looks good. Cool. Um, Just put that in the background of the other audio. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> I agree, boys. Yes. I, I just like put uh-huh. it in there. Like at one point it says, Looks. And at the end it goes, Good. Let's <laughs> pump And then just through. put in some like... <laughs> Let's pump through the rest of this quick news. David Cage's games are coming to Steam, as we spoke about just previously. Quantic Steam. Um, Jordan, I know he's your favourite... Director, best, writer, best director. whatever. Um, you keen? Uh, yeah, more or less just to play Detroit Become Human, but that's on Epic anyway. That's a cool game, man. Such a good game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I do, I, I do want to give it a go. I want to play it again, but just not be shit at it. Well, not shit at it, but just I think I got someone killed. Beyond is a steaming. Oh, I've, I've played Beyond and Heavy Rain. I've played them all. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give the games criticism if I haven't played them. Uh, COD World War Two is coming to PlayStation Plus for the month. It's it's on there now. Yeah, it's, it's up on there, there yeah. now because people 
or upset, so they've got a big game this 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 month. And I also read that they were doing something else as well to compensate. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Did I read that? I know that earlier today, Spider Man accidentally went free. Yeah. Or did I make that up? No, no, no. no, no. I, I read. I read the same thing. I didn't see exactly what the gift was, but they yeah, were sending out something do, for do. disgruntled, yeah. entitled fans. Yeah, which is weird because. That. Is that what they called them? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, Embracer Group, which owns THQ Nordic, uh, Kosh Media, shout out to Kosh Froth, Deep Silver, uh, they have revealed in a financial report that they have a very nice 69 unannounced games in the works. Um, Living up to the name Embracer. <clears throat> if you don't know who Embracer or uh, yeah, who they are, yeah, they own games like Saints Row, uh, Metro, and recently, well, not recently, but um, last year, I think they they acquired Time Splitters, or maybe the, the previously. One of them so has hope- to be Time Splitters, surely. Come it's got to be at least a trilogy remaster HD just, thing. That's that's just a just a give cash, us something cash printing itself, mate. I'll take anything. Um, but they also bought Saber Interactive, which is oh shit, yeah, I did yeah. see that. Um, who they they did recently Snowrunner, yeah, yeah, um, and The Witcher port, and they didn't do Shaq Fu. I thought they did for a sec, but they didn't. <laughs> you, <laughs> Thanks for that. You, you think Thanks everyone's done Shaq Fu though? <laughs> I think they, maybe they polished it. No, I made that up. I don't know. Anyway, um, shout-outs. Uh, speaking of shout-outs, and we spoke about this previously, but Sherlock, big juicy boy Sherlock is coming back to yeah, next-gen and, oh. current, and <laughs> current-gen. Uh, the new Sherlock game, which is called just Chapter 1, is a prequel to both Crimes and Punishments and The Devil's Daughter, and it's uh, featuring a young 21-year-old, very dashing, hunky Sherlock Holmes. Right. Now that you said dashing, I can't uh, unpicture his face as Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Don't ruin a... it for me, Jordan, because he is sexy. He is yeah, sexy. So... Nigel Thornberry is a sexy... <laughs> wow. Um, also, wait, what? <laughs> Thornberry. Um... <laughs> So sure, yeah. So Sherlock Holmes Chapter One was announced this morning. Uh, it, it went sort of exclusive on a bunch of sites. Gamespot's probably the biggest one, but there's a big feature there if you want to read about it. But it's essentially, um, Frogwares. Didn't they do Shaq Fu? They didn't do Shaq oh, Fu. Damn but, it! I was going to say that. But they did the Sinking City. Shout outs to the Sinking City. They um, forgot what the train of thought I had. Yeah, sorry. They, they said, forgot. Yeah, they said that they were going, they were, they were pulling it back to the origins of, of our Sherlock and how he sort of became a big detective boy, uh, which sort of gives him a bit more creative freedom uh, to sort of play with that uh, narrative and, and whatnot. So, yeah, he's going to be on his hometown island in the Mediterranean, uh, where he goes back to just after his mother passes away. So it's not going to be set in like a Victorian... London, which which means it automatically loses a point from me, um, and there's no Watson, so yeah. So I, oh. I read your your news piece today, yeah, and it, how it says that there's going to be no Watson. Instead, there's going to be Jonathan. Are we supposed yeah. to know who the fuck Jonathan is? So that I'm I'm actually very glad that you brought that up because I wrote that 
deliberately to be like, who the fuck's Jonathan? Because that's basically the question that I asked when I read this. It's like, who the fuck's Jonathan? It just says, with his new companion, Jonathan. Oh, yep. Old mate, Jonathan. So it's like, so it's like sweet. Like, you don't know Jonathan Small? Is, is, it, is it actually Jonathan Small? Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't say that, though. <laughs> it, it just says Jonathan, man. I don't know. I just wrote Sherlock is, Holmes Jonathan and it came with Jonathan Small. Is, <laughs> is it really? I don't know. It might be. Who the fuck knows? I feel like, like that, that name sounds like a name that would be in like the Sherlock universe, but uh, like it just says here, Sherlock is not alone in his adventures. Before he befriended John Watson, Sherlock had a different best friend. <laughs> also named John. He's, he's Jonathan. got a thing for him, doesn't he? And their relationship will be central. Will be the central part of our game. That's it. That's all it says. Some relationship. He's now, had like eleven other games, and nobody's brought Jonathan up before. <laughs> when they say relationship, is this where you get to see young Sherlock fuck Jonathan, or maybe he's like, <laughs> maybe that's where he gets his superpowers from. Sherlock, take me home, Daddy. <laughs> take me home. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be God damn it. Me, <laughs> Johnny? What's wrong, Kieran? Did you not like that? <laughs> no, I liked it too much. Um, I've also said uh, that they're going to be pulling back... Can I back. say... No, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> going to be pulling back the, um, the the gunplay on this one. It's going to be more fisticuffs uh, because, you know... Um, it's more fists and cuffs? You know, we know Sherlock doesn't really know his way around a loaded pistol, so um. <laughs> <Fuck. Stuck up>. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, because uh, there was some feedback that they got from the Sinking City, which basically was the the combat wasn't gay enough. The gun. The gun- <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to say that the gunplay. Was- <laughs> they, sh- they should have made it the Dinking City. <laughs> the gunplay was basically rubbish, but I didn't find it too bad. I mean, it was. It was there. It wasn't. It didn't stand out. It wasn't overly great, but it didn't. I didn't think it was bad per se. But I mean, yeah, it could have been much better. Oh uh, yeah, so that's coming to PC, current gen, and next gen consoles um, in twenty. Do you think it's going to be better than the Stinky Pinky? Um, <laughs> I mean, I did like the Stinky Pinky because it's got you know it's because it's, it's Lovecraftian, so it's just that. But probably, yeah. Probably. I feel like their games sort of tend to get better. Um, well, you would hope so. Can, can, uh, Kieran, well, can you mean, go you can... and change the title of Zach's Sinking uh, City review to say the Stinky no. Pinky review? <laughs> Actually, I, I lie. I lie. The Devil's Daughter wasn't as good as Crimes and Punishments. Crimes and Punishments is actually a very good game. Um, but yeah, I played that. But yeah, like it, it just feels like like this is a, a studio Who that... Who fucking cares, apparently? Well, no, hang on, hang on. It just feels like it's a studio that, <laughs> that just improves each time. If you could just fuck time. off, Kieran, that would be great. Then. Um, yeah. So, uh, you played Crimes and Punishments, and what did you think, Mr. Verbrugge? Nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought it was good. I thought it was janky, but... like, okay, that's janky, mate. It yeah, wouldn't be a Zach like, game if it wasn't janky. That is like, no, they're from the Ukraine. That's like proper Eastern European. They're from right the there. Ukraine. You're, you're getting the off. <laughs> you, <laughs> mate, they're from the Ukraine. <laughs> you're getting the authentic oh. Ukrainian European jank, mate. Oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, wow. 
think we broke Jordan. <laughs> How am I going to edit um, this? I'm just going to break. <laughs> so, yeah, new Sherlock. Get around it. Um, there's going to be other news. Surely there's something's happened in the last few weeks, few, few days. Oh, there's a, there's a Last of Us Part 2 state of play coming this Friday? You've already seen it, everyone. Yeah, Listen. how good was it? Uh, a demo so for good. Marvel's Iron Man VR is on the is on the store. Should, should still be there. Uh, it looks like the Mafia Three Definitive Edition release has like a map from their cancelled from is it Hangar Thirteen or whatever they're called mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from their cancelled spy game. Oh, oh. Um, where? What location is that? It's... Uh, I didn't see exactly. I wish hmm. I could remember. That's cool though. Uh, there was a PlayStation. Weird. Oh no, we. Oh yeah, no, we did speak about this. This was live on Potty last week. Reacts. Uh, oh, that, that that ugly hard drive. PlayStation Last of Us Two, PS Four, um, and it, with a very gorgeous looking Seagate hard drive, which looks rubbish. Why? What's with the sudden fascination with chucking a logo on a? Seagate, yeah, specifically, I don't know. It's so the control weird. looks pretty nice. I don't mind that. Uh, we did speak about how having the name of the game on the front panel part of the of the consoles of Strange Move, um, or maybe I just said that and you guys agreed. Maybe, yeah, because you did say that if we disagree with you on that, you're going to fire us. That's, that's and true. Then we're like, I, I, well, we get fired. We don't get paid either way. So uh, yeah. So <laughs> just to just to crank it right back to the to the beginning. If you the council is very very cheap at the moment. It's two ninety five per episode. The first episode is free. If you do want to go check it out, uh, Adam's given it a glowing in, in, endorsement. Yep. He it's did well say it's no short. It's not like Shawshank Redemption. We put up a very interesting <laughs> interview with that's a callback with um. <laughs> with Ragnar Tornquist from Red Thread Games, who developed Dragon, uh, we spoke to or I sp- and Shaq Fu. I spoke to them <laughs> about <laughs> men- about their approach to the game. Uh, sorry, fucking hell, you've lost me now. Their approach to mental health with the game—that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, anyway, let's talk. Off so topic. wait, so if those guys made a bad game, and then you know they made Dragon afterwards, would that call it Red Thread Redemption or? <laughs> I have uh, an off an off topic topic to bring up. Okay. I was in class the other day having an argument in class being over distance. It's all through Discord. It's a fun time. I was having an argument with a few people about whether it's fair enough to watch a shit movie knowing that it's going to be shit but still have a good time with it. So the the main reason have you seen how zach plays games yeah i know this i brought this up because i knew zach would agree with me the it all started because i was saying i made some reference to snakes on a plane and no one had watched it aside from myself and i was like no 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 you've got to you've got to watch snakes on a plane it's terrible and it, then it, and it devolved from there they were like oh why would you watch a a movie knowing that it's shit have they never but, watched the room oh jesus why wouldn't you like, that's what I mean, though. Like, you you know that that movie is technically awful, but you get satisfaction out of watching it. Like, it's it's yeah. entertaining in its own right, being exactly. shit. It's one of those things where it's so bad, it's good. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've had a few films like that. Yeah, you watch The Phantom, mate. How good is The Phantom? And I was going to say, it, it's like the home front of, of movies. It's probably not far off, is it? Did you ever watch The Big Hit, Adam? No. Nah. Considering that we spoke about it, you bastard. No, I never do anything you tell me to. Apart from play with council and, and have that turn out. Yeah, alright, alright. I'll give you one. Yeah, what, up? That. what up? Next time you're playing Need Speed Heat, just you know, think about me. <laughs> Always do. During. Ne- next time you want a bad movie recommendation, you know who to talk to. Karen Stockton and Chad. Absolutely, but he'll think they're good. <clears throat> um, yeah, so off topics. Uh, I've got something good for you. Give it to us. I bought, I bought chocolate off eBay. Is that a new like? No, you didn't. Did you buy that it... pineapple chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. You fucking idiot. So you don't want to spend $40 <laughs> on a board game. But you're buying chocolate off eBay. Yeah. I, I can't wait for your pineapple in that chocolate to come back as green and not yellow. Don't like that. Why would you wish that upon me? I didn't wish that upon you. I said I can't wait. Hmm. Uh, well, hey, Kieran. Oh, you don't like pineapple, do you? I love pineapple. So what's your beef with pineapple lump chocolate? Pineapple lumps are shit. Oh, get pineapple lumps are you, shit. Uh, no, he's right. No, you're, you can all get fucked. Jordan. Do it, Jordan. Be honest. They're kind of shit. No. <laughs> yes! Suck. No, they're you know, fucking... Um, they're trash, mate. They're trash. You're trash, mate. Get in the bin. We belong. Um, but yeah, so... Well, yeah, he'll be there with pineapple lumps. Hey. I went around... I went around to the shop. Pineapple belongs on pizza and up my ass. Get fucked. There's not one on pizza. It's gross on pizza. It's like, the question is the that... Barbecue. Like, if I were to get a pineapple and beat you with it, would that give you pineapple lumps? <laughs> So, yeah, so the, I really fucking enjoyed that. That, that tickled me. Apparently, uh, IGA uh, was one who was uh, keeping it, and I went to two IGAs. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They probably threw them so in then, the bin. Then I searched on eBay, and there's heaps of them on eBay. And I was like, oh, do I buy chocolate off eBay? Do I become that guy who buys chocolate off eBay? You became that guy. And the shipping was like, oh, it's like nine bucks. And I was like, it's five bucks a block. Nine bucks shipping, can't. Wait, did you only buy one block? Well, hang on, hang on. Now, there was a bunch of different sellers, four blocks, three blocks. One guy wanted like 35 bucks for like four blocks. So I was like, yeah, mate, like, give up. It's such a uh, weird thing. What is this the world of like chocolate flipping? Yeah, so, like, I, I know there was that commercial where chocolate was treated like gold, but seriously, wow, in today's anyway, day and age. But I found a seller, the guy who was doing it for five bucks. I bought two blocks. I was like, I'll get two, uh, just in case. It's good. Was that still nine uh, bucks for shipping? Still nine bucks for shipping. See, because because I because I went three, right? And shipping jacked up to twelve fifty, and I was like, yeah, no, not having to borrow that, mate. Well, no, you're having a block. <laughs> you're having three blocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Um, I went the two with the uh, the nine dollar shipping, so it should um, turn up hopefully. What's the date? Twenty. That's because I got a. It's expensive because they got to deliver it in a refrigerated truck. Yeah, I yeah, hope so. That's true. <laughs> Well, no, hopefully it's not like uh, Kieran's description and not up someone's ass. That, that Are you be... serious? That would make it better. It's going to taste like it, whether or not it's delivered <laughs> that way. Give me a pineapple lump. Oh, speaking of chocolate, gross. I also bought some uh, <laughs> Top Deck as well on the weekend. That's a good time. I'll give you a Top Deck. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're turning Kieran on. <laughs> um, 
and I also got Golden Ruff. Sorry, I... <laughs> yeah, Golden Ruff. Yeah, Golden Ruff is a good time. Yeah, thank you. Can't wait some pineapple lumps. Who are you people? Doesn't change my opinion on pineapple lumps, but I'll give you that. Um, yes. Yeah, so what do you What do you uh, got for us in off topics, kids? Anyone got anyone uh, I, I don't have anything. So, I've so, done so Kieran, I've got a I've question for you. So I haven't played all the Final Fantasy games, but I've played enough to know that there are always quite attractive characters in them. Why yes. are there so many fuckable characters in Final Fantasy fourteen? Wow. This is a very um very hot and erotic <laughs> podcast yeah. tonight. God damn. Uh I don't know. I haven't played 14. Well, I played a little bit of it, but, uh, yeah. What? No, I, I don't know, Jordan. I, I think I'm it sorry. Might, I think it might I can't just answer be, that question. I think it might just be because... The only characters that come to mind are those little ones. That's weird. <laughs> oh, what Well, no. Fuck? Here's the thing, though. Like, all the attractive characters in that game, they're like, man, you know, they're, they're cute. They're all, like, the, like, animal-based characters, and I really worry that the game's trying to turn me into a fairy. I would worry that you already are at that point. That's a fair point. But at least I don't like pineapple lumps. Mm. I don't like this up top up topic. <laughs> um It just it goes gross. it goes back to interspecies reviewers. Well, I okay, so I've got some more for you. The new nineteen seventy five album's out. Uh Oh, actually no, we can talk about that because I put it on uh at in the in the store. Yes, and what's uh, thing? because I was like, "Oh, we should listen to this because it's new and let's Did it put make it you on." Travel back yeah. in time. Um, it made the it made the morning very confusing. Go on. Because I didn't know how to feel at any moment in time. It just like the first track is like Greta Gerwig talking about stuff. Yeah. And then the second track, they're like Greta yelling and swearing at me. And then it's like an orchestral <laughs> track. And then it's like a pop track. Yeah. And then it's an orchestral track again. Yeah. And then it's like lo-fi hip-hop chill beats. Yeah. And then it's orchestral again. Yeah. And it goes on that for like 22 tracks. What yeah. a roller coaster! Oh my that's god. 22 that's tracks? That's like, that's the 1975, mate. They always have yeah, but big, long albums. It's off the rails. Far that's out, that album is longer than The Order. They always... Uh, the Order, 1975. Uh, they always have, um, yeah, big, long albums. And that are just full of yeah experimental track listings of genres um and as a big fan of the band uh this is their weakest album probably, oh probably no, didn't far. see that coming yeah no i'm not a fan speaking of, of weak uh this sorry to interrupt time, but um there's a really good anagram for pineapple lump <laughs> jesus it's a uh, pulp a limp peen. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Nah, uh, it's nah, it's good. It's that's good. That's a good one. That's you can do better than that, mate. Nah. Okay. Um, that's it. That's all I can do. Pop your limp yeah, so, did you like any of the tracks? I did. Did you go like, okay, this is cool? Like, I like all of them individually. Not all of them, but a lot of them individually. Mm. And I've like, I would listen to different tracks on the album for different reasons. Mm. So it's weird listening to them all in succession mm. because then I don't know how to feel. Because, okay, so the, basically the album was written and recorded in like 16 different studios and stuff. So it's meant to be like a collection of, you know, the, that journey and how it's, yeah. But they've always, yeah, like, it, have you listened to their previous thing? Albums? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've like not actively listened to them, but I've, I've heard them. 
Yeah, because they're they're always sort of like that. I mean, they're they're getting more and more fucking eclectic each time they mm. like release one. Um, but I personally, I think the the best tracks on the album and almost one of their best songs they've ever done is the song where they sort of play to their strengths, in my opinion, uh, which is yeah that sort of poppy rock alt rocky kind of thing that they mm. do, you know, with the saxophone and stuff with that mm. real good groove and um, yeah the. The shit where they go into that sort of, yeah, like lo-fi beats and it's just, it's like, yeah, it's just not, not for, for me. I think they are. Sounds so confusing. Um, You sort of get used to it. It's sort of, I mean, it might be a bit different if you're listening to it, not in a shop environment, because you sort of, you know, you're paying attention to customers and whatnot as well. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I, I've sat through the whole thing and it, I mean, it, it's it flowed in a way. Uh, I didn't fly great, but uh, yeah, maybe I'm just desensitized to their weirdness. But anyway, album kind of sucks. Shout outs. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because I reckon my best, I reckon one of the best gigs I've ever been to was the 1975 at the Northgate Social Club. Before they were big, it was like 200 people. It was fucking wicked. Shout outs to being a hipster. Shout outs to Northgate Social Club. Shout Imagine out, that now. Shout out to North Coast. You only be have like 20 people in there. Shout outs. Um, all right, who's got something else? TV shows, movies. No. Nah. Nothing. Yeah, I haven't watched anything either. Oh, no, I watched season one, uh, episode one of season two of Altered Carbon. Like oh, it. yeah. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's, I like it's gone. It's, um, there's some good fan service and stuff in there. Hmm first episode but that's as far as i've gotten yeah so i'm gonna tackle it a bit more over the weekend um but yeah that's pretty much pretty much me yeah nice my only real off topic this isn't an anagram um <laughs> is that i finally changed my mind and i'm going to allow a tv in the bedroom Okay. Uh, which is new for me. So you can watch hentai before you go to sleep. So you, it was it's, no. a, it, it's been it's a group decision, or you didn't want one in the bedroom, or yeah, it was mutual that we didn't want a TV in the bedroom. Okay. because uh, I find that it, if I separate the bedroom from all of my other activities, if it's just for sleeping, then I sleep better. Okay, that's fair. Because it's kind of like, you know, a psychological thing. You walk in there and it's like, oh, this is for sleeping. Yep. Um, yeah. But uh, I we did some rearranging over the weekend and kind of decluttered a little bit. And uh, I figured there's a, a corner in there that would look really nice with some plants and some lights and uh, a TV. Um, and Samsung do a really cool, like, TV on legs, very like feature piece kind of looking thing. Um, so I'm going to get one of those. It's going to look sick. So is it more for use or just aesthetically you found it pleasing? <laughs> uh, well, it started out TV. aesthetically and then I was like, yep. you know what? I could probably do with this yep. anyway. Have a second screen in the house for Are you gonna, um... when Georgie's playing the PlayStation. Are you going to put a console in there or just yeah. leave it? Yeah, nice. It was just partially motivated by the fact that they've been playing God of War all week and I haven't wanted to use it. <laughs> I, thought, <didn't laughs> you, Good. I thought you had two TVs for some reason. No. Did you ever have two We've TVs? We've got two PlayStations. 
Uh, but okay. uh, okay. yeah. Well, not all can you, can you like just plug that. in your TV into your monitor? Like, that makes sense? Put your PS4 into your monitor? Yeah, I, I mean, could. You can plug your TV into your monitor as well. It won't do anything. <laughs> it's like monitor docking, but not really. I don't know why. That's, no. Uh, it's the end of the podcast. Cancel yeah, it. the podcast ended already Cancel. before you said that. Cancel That's it. where it ended. <laughs> Well, those who are still here, shout out. Those who remain. Those who remain. But like, yeah, it's good. I like that. Uh, they should make a game any, with that title. If there's any phantoms in the building. Um, no. No, nah, don't worry. Uh, thank you for sticking around, listening to us chat all night about pineapple lumps, sex toys, and the usual. If you want to see all the non-sex toy related content you can go to www.well-play.com.au you can see a bunch of cool stuff all the reviews we've talked about tonight might be up if you go there in that time and maybe an article called my best game title anagrams and maybe an article about that uh stay safe stay warm because winter have a hot milo um keep your keep your chocolate cold See you next week. Love you. Boy. Boy. Hot. Just put it in the fucking pantry. What is wrong with you, though?